A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. Alrighty folks, welcome back to the Pull Hitter Podcast. This is Rob D, the Dead Pull Hitter. This is going to be a live Zoom draft that we had on the NFBC Friday night for the Gladiator format. 14 batters, 9 pitchers, no bench. You get all the stats that you draft, and that's it. So, it's um interesting new format. It's been pretty buzzy, and a lot of people are um, hopping in these drafts often for 50 bucks and... Uh, it's a fun way to um, get a news to the player pool. Um, it's a little different, so, you, you know, if you're practicing for a draft champion, you just have to be a little careful when you transition back into a 50-round draft because, you know, you have to get your two catchers before this draft ends, where in draft champions, you don't have to do that. Even a fab league, um, a 30-round fab league that will start, you know, next year. You don't have to necessarily grab your two catchers or fill out the rest of your position. But in this format, you do. So uh, there's been a lot of interesting build approaches to roster construction. It's been fun. And we've had um, um, a nice, fun room to draft with. So, um, yeah, we had uh, Phil Dussault involved in this draft. We had Steve Weimer, uh, Zach Waxman, Ryan Roof. Kevin Hastings, Maddie Wood, Maddie Davis, um, the bullpen guru, uh, Jay Mitt, Jeff Mitzef, uh, Richard Zito. They all participated in our little Zoom call last night, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, competitive players, they know what they're doing. It was a tough room. You'll hear a lot of comments about that as well. We get a, uh, a guest appearance as well from a rising star in the podcast world. And it was fun. And most importantly, our favorite friend of the show, Todd Whitestone, comes back to host the show for us so we could focus on the draft. And he brought everything. He brought the heat. He brought some very great questions as the draft was going along. He was picking our brains as we were going along and did a hell of a job. And I appreciate Todd coming out to do that. It was a late night for him. So... Um, enjoy this uh, live podcast. Um, you'll get a little bit of pre-draft fodder as well. Um, and of course, the Jacob DeGrom news hits as we getting prepped to start the draft. So you'll definitely hear me as a Met fan um, have some <laughs> emotions about it um, when it happened. And um, But it was fun. And um, hey... You know, what are you going to do? Obviously, I love Jacob DeGrom. He's been a great Met 
role model, ex- you know, exemplary player, and um, gonna miss him for sure. But we have to move forward and think about what we're gonna do to make our team better now. So um, that's it. Enjoy. You know, this is where all the good stuff comes out, anyway. <laughs> really. That's it. Like Scherzer was one thirty for three years. I'm sure there there has to be something yeah. about injury concerns, like beyond well, what we know. Beyond what we know, yeah, because Scherzer got more. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it's four four years younger. I guess five years takes him till he's thirty nine. And I was expecting a lot more than that. Yeah, really. I wonder how Scherzer feels about the whole thing. Scherzer, yeah, he probably feels great. They told him to go there and he'll spend money, and <laughs> the guy goes to pitch with bounces. Oh my god! What would you do? What do you prefer? Um, say the Grom for yeah, one eighty-five five years, or Verlander for say one twenty for three years? Probably Verlander. Yeah. Apparently you wanted 130 for three years. I don't know, like same as Scherzer. I don't know if he's gonna get that, but like say he gets 110, 120 for three years. He'll get it now. So yeah. Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Kevin. Hey Kevin. We're talking about the Grom to the Rangers. Uh yeah, I just saw that. Fucking dud. It's move time to move on from him. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Don't worry about it. I know. Here, come, here, comes, here comes all the texts. Yeah, I know. See you later. I get it. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I'm surprised I haven't gotten any yet. My my home leagues are majority Rangers fans. I'm so shocked I haven't heard anything from them yet. Yeah, really. They, they should be uh, happy. Nolan Ryan told me he's got the secret to pitch until he was 48. <laughs> Kevin, I think the uh, Royals had the second best offer. I, I would love to believe that. <laughs> so the Grom just moved up three spots in my rankings. <laughs> okay, so he's now uh, second, right? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm I'm agnostic, Phil. I can I can ask you any question I want. <laughs> I can I can answer anything I want. I can answer anything I want. To. There's no truth, no truth between Dussault and Whitestone at all. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So let's see, Phil. You got the tenth slot. Um, that's uh, and Rob is in at twelve. Kevin, you're six, right? And yes, Steve is at 15. So we have mostly the guys in the chat now are later on in the draft order. You betcha. That's that's where all the action happens in the back. So so by the time Phil picks, all the closers will be gone. <laughs> that's, that's my prediction. The first nine closers. Well, where's Rello? Rello's at seven? Yeah, that's going to be one of them for sure. Yeah, seven. Oh, yeah? Is the yeah, closer he, guy? 
He's the bullpen guru. He's bullpen oh, yeah, guru. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he, he got too many names. <laughs> he, um, Ryan, Ryan Roof is four, yeah. and Dom is seven. So, Kevin, you have a shot at one closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Dom, Dom picked... Uh, he picked Diaz fifth, I think, in one of the leagues we did. I'm sure oh, yeah. he doesn't mind okay. me telling everyone. He's going to listen to this pod and be like, that fucking bag of shit. Don't mind <laughs> <laughs> this, this might be my, my way on closer league. I've already got uh, I got Diaz in, in class A in other leagues around this spot between 10 and 12. So We'll see. We'll see. Last night I got my my highest closer in these gladiators. I got Romano at twenty seventh. Um, okay. I've had opportunities like um, in the second and third round to go uh, Presley um, was always like the best option, and then Batista in the third. I just didn't. I just don't feel comfortable with that and over what's available. But I think that's why I was really pushing for that third or fourth pick to get. To have a chance at Romano Hendrick if he fell. And yeah, that was the perfect guy. Romano was like my perfect target for that second, like late second round closer. And um, I'm happy I got one of the early approaches because mostly it's been late for me, late, late closers. I, I kind of like the the mid to late picks. I've, like, I've been picking this range like 10, 10 to 13. Like I said, like it's a decent price for class A Diaz. In the second, sometimes you get Hater Hendricks. And then in the third, sometimes um, if I miss out, then Presley might fall. Uh, I think Romano fell in one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Bautista, I got in third or fourth. It seems like a good spot for different options. Right, right. Early is tougher. Well, see, you have to get, um, I think one I did early. Yeah, actually, my Romano share is probably late second, early third, somewhere around there. Yeah, you kind of have to get Romano or Presley there, unless someone else falls but right hey phil where would uh otani go if he was instead of a starting pitcher he was a closer in addition to being a hitter <laughs> <laughs> um well in this form i have to choose between between the three yeah really what, what would you do i mean that would be incredible yeah yeah it'd be kind of cool if he was hitter and closer yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> I, I know started. I know starting pitching is cool, but if he was like playing in the field and hitting, and then like in the ninth he comes in, and he comes in for three hours the game. Yeah, he, he'd probably be pretty unbelievable closer. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Omaha, anything, Nebraska. I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska, going to a lot of college World Series games, and, and a lot of the the best college players right. in, in the '90s. Houston Street comes to mind. He he yeah. would come over from third base and close the game out. Exactly. Great. Well, Tani would do something like that. It would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like it is, like you know, basically my whole life growing up playing sports, like you know, play shortstop, and then like the dude would just go in and close or. I don't know. Yeah. Just always like the best athlete that floats around that can do so much on the field. And Otani's the best man. He's just <clears throat> he's a pleasure. Listen, th- this is the move now. The Mets have to make. They gotta fucking get on the phone and get Otani in New York. <laughs> fucking move everybody. You know, move Alvarez, Beatty. Give him the give him the farm. Fucking cares. <laughs> Yeah, 
Here comes Ryan, speaking of bullpens. Mr. Roof. 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 The Grom. <laughs> Yo, Grom. I know, I know the Grom. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How you feel, Rob? Fuck him. It's like it's like the worst night for you to be doing this. Yeah, <laughs> it's great though. It's gonna it's gonna influence my draft so much. I know. <laughs> my mood. Whatever. The are, you be like, uh, the... are you gonna be like Dupont and just fade him because you're upset? Um I don't know. I uh, he sucked <laughs> in the second half. What are we kidding? No. Um oh, man. I probably Probably would be more inclined to pick him now, to be honest. I don't know. What's up, Rick? Hey, how's it going? Rick, how you doing? Good, man. We're talking about the Grom. See ya. I know. I, I just saw it. Talking to town. Got, got done reading the kids' stories and uh, looked at my phone and, and saw the news. Yep, pretty much. Oh, man. That's it. We're going to get Verlander and, and Rodon and call it a night. <laughs> Cohen's got to be fuming now you know like this is this is almost like good because now I feel like he's just gonna go crazy he just got on the horn and said let's get the cap up to 460 just just bring him in <laughs> bring in everybody bring in everybody you can find bring in everyone bring in Bogart to play third just do everything fuck it fuck it he's gonna he's gonna Pull a Deshaun Watson and open up the checkbook, and he's gonna he's gonna be like, never mind, I'm going back to the Mets. Two hundred million. <laughs> All right, everyone, I know, I know. Jeez, the fucking text. I haven't talked to these people in six weeks, <laughs> <laughs> four months, you know, three years. Hey, Rob, I hope you're feeling good. Oh, the Grom, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Rob, buddy, how's it going? <laughs> like, come on. Come on, you haven't thought of anything I say to me for four years, and now you you want to talk about Jacob the Grom? Right. This is quite the contrast from like your your last podcast where you're all like positive and like, yeah, oh. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Positivity. Don't be a bag of shit. Yes. No, man, no, don't until don't the Grom goes to Texas. Be nice to everyone. Yeah, but just you know. Listen, if I can't vent out, you know, with all my friends, then all right, all right. I'm gonna put, I have to put everything on silent. Jeez, like a flood. <laughs> Jeff is here. Jeff Mitt. Jay Mitts. Do people think I don't have like notifications or bottom lines too? <laughs> <laughs> They want you Everyone to know. Send in the link. Yeah, I know. I know. That's another reason why it's worse timing, right? Got 32 notifications and it's about to draft. Wow. 32. I don't know. I took the number off my phone like Twitter did for a while. I never get that many. No. Well, only Isn't it when funny? I take a, when I take a picture with Vlad in Vegas, he tags me in it and it, I get like 50 <laughs> notifications. But other than that... <laughs> Quiet. My brother texted me that Verlander to the Angels is the hot rumor right now. Huh. Jesus Christ. Angels are going to spend because the Angels have to spend to have a shot at Otani. Eight man rotation. 
<laughs> Tyler yeah. Anderson, Berlin. No, no, he's gonna go to the Angels, and Otani's coming over in a trade. Wrap it up. Calling it now. You know, if, if Verlander signs with the Angels, they're going back to five men because there's no ways accepting a six man rotation. No, right. Good point. Otani's number one overall tonight. Yeah. Say, did, has anybody ever heard? Does Otani want to be in a five man? I know that I he does. Year, could, could, could he demand it? Be like, hey, any chance of signing me? Like, you know, I pitch every fifth day. I don't think he's ever said one way or the other. I think I think, it, I think, I think it, it just rolls with like he'll do whatever. Good, good, te- good teammate. Yeah. I think it was customary like where he was from, right? That I think it was a six. Yeah, like right. it was the same okay. schedule as he's on now, but I'm sure he would want. I'm sure he I would think it was something to. where he he was pitching like every Saturday, every Sunday, or something like that. It was like a set day of the week. He should be allowed to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's the kind of guy to make noise and make complain. Waves. Yeah, he's just, I mean, it's, it's part of where he's from. Like, respect is a huge thing. Right. Just, just accept it. Just like all Americans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can see that the difference in culture just from the, um, when they did the, the, the substance check. When they start doing it between yeah, right. between Scherzer and uh, and Otani, <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> One guy's taking his pants off, the other guy's just laughing about it. <laughs> yeah, Scherzer's like, "What? What the hell?" <laughs> That's funny. funny. Otani was almost thanking the umpire for doing. Yeah, it. right. <laughs> and by the way, you're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Right, eight minutes. Eight minutes. So I'm going to uh, be interspersing questions. Hopefully, while you guys are not making an actual selection, but um, we'll see uh, if we can get some reactions to the picks and and also uh, to the strategy that's already taken place. Are you going to be writing a book with the with the questionnaire you sent us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna thinking about doing that. I was pretty impressed. I was like, "Oh, this is this is legit." It seems like he knows what he's doing. Right? Like he's Rob, on a podcast every week. Rob will tell you that's not true. Are we like taking a break after ten rounds to get to get a story from Uncle Todd? Sure. <laughs> Sure, I can, I can, I can intersperse one. I can, I can do it even without a break, Phil. You know, you just, you just might make a bad eleventh round pick. I know I won't be able to focus. I'll, I'll probably to, like end of round ten. I'll hit the admin button and, and get there to pause the draft for the okay. story. <laughs> okay. So Ryan, what's the weather like in Cleveland, Ohio? Pretty, pretty damn cold. Pretty damn cold. Like okay. Twenty-eight degrees or something. Now, if you like wanted, windy. if you wanted to get to the lake, how far long would it take you by car from where you are, or your house is? Twenty minutes. Sorry, it's forty-nine degrees, but it's 49. really windy. It was okay. it was twenty-eight earlier this morning. Okay. 
Looks terrible in a fucking Ranger uniform. <laughs> Rob, I want you to focus on something else. Do you have pick 12? Pick 12? What about yeah, it? You, Might be a blessing in disguise. Did that UCL heal? <laughs> <laughs> that controversy from the beginning of last year. What? Uh, the Grom? Yeah. This news is huge for AL only leagues. Sure. <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. Right. AL only keeper, <laughs> AL only keeper leagues. <laughs> oh wait, I drink. I don't want. <clears throat> so, so does anyone know? Uh, I don't know these guys. Uh, Gavitt, Siciliano, and Landry. Do, do anyone know those three guys? No. Siciliano so, yeah, is doing Christmas uh, Christmas shopping, from what I can see in the chat. All right, fellas. What do you want to ask me about pick 12, Todd? Who I'm going to take? No, I, I just want to know how, how happy you are having pick 12. I'm happy it's one of the only numbers I haven't had yet in gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> I've had three, four, seven, 13, one. But I like this back end. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, obviously you okay. can say this for every draft, but if it runs out the way I like it too, I, you know, I like what is available in like round one through five. And uh -huh. I also like the, I also like the front too, like three, four ish. It seems like a good you. spot. But 12, are you happy because you get an early second round? Is that part of the reason? Yeah. Yeah. I think the worst part of it is being smacked in front of, uh, you know, Phil and Steve. So it's going to be Snipe City a lot of times um, going forth and back. Uh, I'm not worried about Gigaldi, though. I'm just I'm just joking, Anthony. I love you. <laughs> um, he's asking for a link. Can you send him the link? Is he on the list? A link? He's not on that list? I don't know. He just, hey, he just this guy. Uh, I don't know. I don't see his face. Oh, shit. Well, that's what happens. He he has all these chats with all these other guys. Never invites me. Do all these good for two early closers, too? Okay. Yeah. Let's come in your early closer draft. Definitely. Rello's going with somebody early, for sure. All right. All right. How many, how many saves did Diaz lose because the Garm's not there? Two? <laughs> he has to become an opener. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> they don't get any saves with uh, with the Grom. They always lose one nothing. Right. Did you send Anthony something, Rob? I did. Okay, good. Sent him a nice piece of brajol. Happy birthday, Rob. Me, Rob? Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It's Anthony. There he is. What's going on? He he what are you trying to like? <laughs> you're trying to be in Hawaii, but Kevin's really in Hawaii. We can't actually be there. Kevin's got the world on a string. 
I thought you'd be doing this from the the Kansas City Moose game, like from the bench. Yeah, I would love I would love a straight from the penalty box, like you know, Anthony just dreams like life behind life in the ring while you're a draftaholic. <laughs> I've done it. I've been in the locker room like late for the game and making a pick. You know, when you got like five slow drafts going. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. What are you doing, Phil? Doing good. You're rocking the Connor McDavid uh, yeah. jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Nice. You noticed it. Yeah. You guys are going on. Right at Orange with the C. It can only be him. <laughs> I got to tell you, there was a lot of controversy there between resort, resort and volcano for a while. I was really wondering if we we're going to have to, you know, have a deal <laughs> in the hotel lobby or something. Resort, resort might have a volcano view. All it is is um is floors twenty four and twenty five, but it, it can be in any tower. Gotcha. It okay. just has a nicer bathroom, so that's why I picked it. What's this? Yeah, is this the room block stuff you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, got announced. Yeah, yeah. You should, yeah, you should really, uh, you should really do it. The rates are better than they. I booked one at the beginning of October and November, just trying to get it the best price. This is better than either one of those. Yeah. So it's really the best price in a few months. I oh, booked cool. the, I had one with uh, like MGM Rewards that gave me like thirty percent off from a month ago, and I still saved hundred bucks. So yeah, same here. Yep. Dom, what up, kid? Been, been better kind of um, uh threw me just, for a loop the message i i oh, uh please yeah put my, I know. put my daughter to bed came downstairs look at my phone I'm, and then now i'm getting a million texts from everybody yeah and uh <laughs> about what <laughs> i just finished saying the same thing yeah you know so it's like i didn't even eat dinner i was like oh all right like i'll have a half hour to eat and then i'm like responding to everybody and so <laughs> People I haven't talked to in three, four years just come out of the woodwork. Oh, what about you? Heard about the Grom? It's honestly, though, it's a uh, it's kind of a relief because it it wasn't going to end well if he stayed with the Mets. Um, so it's good for him. He got his money and, um, like a a lot of money, a a long term deal. I think he wants the relaxed uh atmosphere, and uh, you know, the Mets can probably do a lot with however much they had earmarked for him so yep but it'll be weird yeah definitely definitely it's gonna be weird oh of course now toby has to throw one in the chat sorry apple get it (laughs) first one picked first pick maddie davis no davis trey turner Oh, second trade. And the third pick is Aaron Judge by Mark Siciliano. Ryan is up. Ryan with the fourth pick takes Julio Rodriguez. Solid pick. Now we have Rick. Rick is up for the pick five. Nice. Nice. Way to land to five. Nice grab. Didn't see that one coming. I think that's his latest. Two five. Kevin takes Vlad. Kevin takes Vlad. Nice, nice, solid beginning. And now Dom takes Bobby Witt. Diversifying from the closers, I see. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No I closer, didn't uh, yeah. yeah. I told everyone you were taking a closer, but uh, I was, I was I, wrong. Like, it's not a, it's not a hard and fast rule. I uh, kind of mix it up. 
Yeah. Zach, Zach Waxman takes the first closer. Edwin Diaz, pick eight. Yeah, and I think you have to, you know. I think it's good to yeah. just go with – you have to try a different build. You can't do the same thing every single time. Jeff yeah. takes Tucker. And now Phil can unveil his super secret selection. Uh -huh. The one he knows he's going to take without fail. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do something different this draft, but but now you're going to do the same thing. You really messed things up, Tom. You were supposed to take it closer. Take <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten. Phil's not uh, sure. All right. Oh, you bastard! I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On deck. All right, all right. Tim Pemperin is up at pick 11. Two closers off the board so far. What will Tim do? Juan Soto for Tim Pemperin. Now, Rob DiPietro. Things are falling probably just the way he planned. So you want to know how many hits? What's the most hits Juan Soto's had in one year in his career? Go. 180. 165. I know the answer because I heard it on the pod. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I want to see how many listen to it. 203. Not enough last year. 157. <laughs> oh, last yeah. year. Bobachette for Rob DiPietro. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bow so far. I wanted to go somewhere different, but um yeah. Manny Machado goes to Anthony Gialdi. And then Elliot Landry takes Jordan Alvarez, pick 14. And Steve is up for two. Weimer. I was going to take Jordan Alvarez at four if Judge Acuna and J Rod were gone. Yeah. He's the good. Mm -hmm. He's the one I was thinking about between it was between him and Classic for me. Mm -hmm. I yeah, just I looked up, I just I just looked up the Soto stat. He was 30th in hits in that in that year when he had 157. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. The next Ted Williams. Yeah. So Steve takes Otani at this first pick. And nice. A good duo to start it out. And he's got pocket the a pocket aces, Steve. Yeah, flip it to pitcher. <laughs> he's got the he's got the O Cole. If you want to go the O Cole, the O Cole start. So Steve, were you uh, were you thinking uh, you were going to look for Otani at the 15-16 pick? What, what was your uh, thought initially? Steve, he's on mute. He's on Is this mute. thing on. Rookie move. Rookie move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all that really smart stuff I was saying. Um, no, I, I guess I didn't expect Otani to, to be there, but looking at the ADP, that's a pretty big range, so maybe I should have. 
Okay, well, you got you got two two guys that can uh, really fill out a pitching staff. That's an yeah. excellent start with strikeouts. We'll see. I imagine he'll be a hitter, but all right. Well, you got time to think about that. Yeah. Now, Anthony, we're we definitely taking a closer there at, with your second pick. You took Josh Hader to pair with Machado. Yeah, I uh, I would have I would have probably had a decision to make um, if Tatis had slipped one more spot, but uh -huh. without that, it it made it uh, that was just going in. I just had already decided this. So okay, okay, yeah. So at least you get one of the top closers. That's good. And I don't know about the rest of the guys, but there's a lot of thought with diversification for guys that have done a few of these. So. You start thinking about you know who you've already taken, right? Um, so that played a part too. And that yeah. was the reason you had not taken Hater before. I have no Hater uh -uh. Okay. or Machado. Okay. Yep. All right. Nice. Rob, you got you got two good hitters. You got Bo Bichette and Freddie Freeman. That's a great start to your infield. Had you were you thinking of going hitter hitter? Is that the initial plan that you had? Um, yeah, I mean, I have, I have a decent amount of bow so far early, but, um, I love it there. I think he's a great pick there to start off a good balance team. And, um, Freeman is, um, not ever looking to take him in the end of the first, but I thought the value was too good. I haven't had a chance to take him, you know, like in the second round in any draft I've been in. So I like it. Give me some diversification. I've been going for different approaches for first base in recent drafts, uh, you know, some at the 80 level, then, you know, 140 level, 160. But, you know, yeah. I think I just uh, like what Anthony just said, having some different teams and trying different different things. Sure. Um, it was hard to, uh, I think, pass up over trying to get Hendricks or um, my my boy Pete Alonzo, which actually was an option. If Freeman was gone, I was thinking about taking Alonzo there if he was available. But I have Freeman just ahead of Alonzo and okay. – uh, no, not not at the Grom left, bro. Forget it. Alonzo <laughs> sucks, bro. <laughs> well, you got a good base of your batting average. That that'll certainly help you there. Um, so, Phil, you have uh, Class A, and you have Corbin Burns. That gives you a great start to a pitching staff. Um, were you definitely thinking starting pitcher after getting your closer early? Um, no, I was actually hoping, I was hoping for a while that Freeman or Betts would, would slip. Um, okay. I would have taken either of those two. Um, but Burns was kind of the last one in, in that tier after those guys. So, um, yeah, I'm just, just, uh, going with, uh, with what's, with what's available. Okay. Okay. Waxman's in the house. What's up boys? With a room. Nice. You really like it. Yeah. You diversify not only in your draft, so, but where, so. where the camera is in, in wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> you just, just you're just a good everything settled here. You know, put up like I I got all my kids settled, like one's upstairs, one's uh downstairs, and uh there's like eight of them that I had to like put on auto draft. <laughs> eight of your kids are on auto draft? <laughs> yeah, eight well, kids. my other drafts. I feel like they like I've uh, I gotta like get everything in order. I gotta put all my each other kid is, auto draft, make each sure kid is handling a draft. Kid, yeah. <laughs> uh, we talk about Oompa Loompas, yeah, but he actually a... uses his children. Yeah. That's good. Now we figured out your system now. Um 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so Zach, your your first two picks were Edwin Diaz and Rafael Devers. Um, we definitely going closer with your first pick, which was the eighth overall. Is that your uh, initial thought? Yeah, for just based on uh, knowing who was going to be behind me, um, and uh, I just had a sense of how this draft's going to go. I felt like closer would be a good pick there. Okay. I almost I almost went Hendricks again to double up, but then I thought better of it and uh, took Devers. Appreciate that. <laughs> now, now, Jeff, can you hear me? We can't see Jeff, but Jeff, can you hear us or no? Yeah, I can hear you. I just okay. don't have my uh, video's not working. Hi, Jeff. Hey, what's up, buddy? Jeff, this Hi. is our two, four, six, eight. This is our ninth draft together. So you know who I want. I know you. Yeah, want. I do. Yep. Do you? A little bit of everything. <laughs> for, for the people listening on the podcast, Jeff has taken Kyle Tucker and Pete Alonzo. So he has some really good power. Um, and I think, uh, are, were you thinking about a pitcher at either spot, Jeff, or would you were you thinking, no, I want to get a, get a base of hitting before I win? I was hoping Betts or, or Burns. Betts or Burns. I, I wanted Betts or Burns. Okay. Alonzo there, but they both went. Okay, so you were happy with Alonzo then the second second position. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's good. It's still an excellent start. And Dom, you 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 the the bullpen expert. So you took uh, Liam Hendricks in the second round to go with Bobby Witt, and uh, now now you can sort of concentrate on other things, maybe like uh, starting pitchers or other position players. But you knew you wanted that early closer. Is that was that the plan that you had? Yeah, based on the the first draft I did with a lot of these guys, I didn't get a closer, and it was a disaster not getting not doing that. So after that draft, that was the first gladiator. After that, I've kind of termed it like just take your medicine, get one of get those first five closer. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I really want one of those first like five closers okay. that I have on my list. So. Yeah. Uh, they're the safest they're the safest yeah okay. so, so basically it's like bon jovi singing bad medicine it's like basically <laughs> you to the believers yeah exactly that's why yeah i didn't i don't like uh advertise it because it's not necessarily a move i'm particularly fond of but right. in one of the drafts with these guys i did the diaz fifth overall which i've heard a couple people talk about and kind of joke about and i mean it is what it is but uh, you know, when you want one of the top guys, you kind of have to, and you're worried about a run, you kind of have to grab them when you can and sure. let the rest shake out. Sure. And yeah. You don't have the luxury in a 15 teamer of uh, waiting usually. Um, now, Kevin, you got uh, Vlad in the first round and you went with new Texas Ranger, Jacob deGrom. Um, you wanted a, a starter there and you, he was the best available in your view. Is that how you looked at it? Uh, I was only taking a starter if he was available there. Okay. Um, I, I, I know all the issues with his health, but the reports are the physical is done and this is a done deal. So I have 185 million reasons to think he, <laughs> he could have a fairly healthy season. Okay. Okay. Well, you got some incentive to check in on him from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad day for Mets fans. I know there's a couple in here. There's a couple in there. Is it a what? Uh, Sad day for Mets fans. Yeah, life goes on, man. <laughs> that's, that's, Rob, that's, life goes that's, on. A good, that's a good attitude. 
No, I mean, I celebrate everything that he did. He was amazing. He he represented real well. But, you know, um, you obviously see there's a better opportunity for him. And um, maybe it's just a blessing in disguise. Maybe um, maybe they trade oh, for Otani. Maybe they signed Rodon and Verlander. I don't know. Who knows? I just feel like Cohen might have a uh, an after effect of, of now overcompensating and just like, fuck it, let's just go spend 560 <laughs> this year. And win. He might. He might. Now, Kevin, before I leave you, you took Marcus Simeon in the uh, third round. Um, are you worried that he maybe, um, even though he had a really slow start, that he might have uh, outperformed, particularly in steals last year? Or, or no, you just you think he's on deck. He's just a solid pick uh, in the third round there. I, I think he's his steals may come down. I'm not, I'm not counting on him repeating that amount of steals, but but uh, mid teens is what I'll expect from him, and mm-hmm. that that'll be great. And he, hitting at the top of that lineup, and I don't, it, you know, they did they signed him and Corey Seager last season. We knew they were going to start to make moves. They weren't going to spend all that money and not do anything. Now with Degrom, they they might still go bolster this lineup. So hitting at the right. top of that lineup will be pretty nice. Okay. And you can still add more Texas Rangers if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a nice stack, the DeGrom um, yeah, yeah, stack. Yeah. Uh, now, Rick, you have uh, Jose Ramirez, Mike Trout in the second, uh, which is a, obviously a, a great pick. And then you have Matt Olson in the third. So you have three star hitters. Um, were you thinking of going with the hitters there? or You sort of stopped a pitcher run with the Olsen pick. No, yeah, I almost went Presley there. And I don't know. We'll see. I just figured to switch it up. I've been going, getting a reliever in the second uh-huh. for the first two that I've done. And then hitting pitcher pretty early. And so this one, I figured I'd just try to get elite bats and then see what falls. Okay. So you wait on your pitching till later in the draft. I mean, hopefully not too late. <laughs> Can we just criticize everyone who gave Prince Steve a gift of Presley at pick 45? Yeah. I don't know what you guys are thinking, but man. That's we a gift between Olsen and Presley. <laughs> that is pretty good. That Rob, Rob's always talking crap about Presley. Yeah. I'll take Olsen. He had three injuries last year, bro. He's washed. <laughs> last time I dropped with Steve, you got Bichette in round three. Just mm. unbelievable. Okay, so Ryan, you, you got uh, two two starters after you took Julio in the first, Alcantara and Strider. Um, again, a, a similar question. Were you thinking you wanted to bolster that uh, starting pitcher group before you moved on to other uh, uh, positions? Yes. Uh, really wanted Aaron Nola in the third, but uh, my boy Maddie would kind of snipe me there. But Strider's got a ton of upside. Um, you are on deck. It'll be interesting to see how many innings he pitches this year. But uh, I mean, if he pitches like 170 innings, I mean, could lead the league in strikeouts. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the plan going in was to get a bat in the first and some starters in two and three. Okay, well, you got a good base of strikeouts for sure uh, there. Um, all right, and then let's let's go back to uh, Steve. Steve, you got uh, Ryan Presley. I'm surprised he made it that far um, in the third round. And then 
Salvador Perez for a top-tier catcher in the fourth. So now you've gotten a couple of pitchers, a closer, and a catcher. Seems like you're pretty well set up for the next uh, few rounds of the draft. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Getting those scarce resources early. And then uh, we'll fill out from there. Right, right. Okay, well, that's, uh, you, got, you could go in any direction now, which is a situation that I know Phil likes. He likes to be able to not, not box himself in. So that's... It's called Kadu. Kadu, that's right. <laughs> the famous Kadu strategy, uh, which we'll get Phil to explain in the next uh, next time I get to him. Um, all right, so Anthony. Anthony's uh, he's loading up on closers. He's got Josh Hader, Felix Bautista, Kenley Jansen, along with Manny Machado. Um, what do you think, Anthony? You're, you're trying to win win the league based on saves. Get, win, get 15 points. In that category? Right. I'm trying to just have my starters go six innings, and then these guys are going to finish the seventh, eighth, ninth. So, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to do a little different look here. Um, I got you. I got you. Thought about this before. So I'm, I'm trying something different here. All right. Go for yeah, it, man. Hit a home any run. Thoughts, any thoughts about where you think Jansen is going to end up, or are you just figuring he's going to well, close? He's going to close, right? Yeah. He's going to close wherever he goes. So that's why I took him over a few others, which okay. I won't name. Okay. Um, yep. All right. Good job. Good job. Uh, now, Rob is continuing to take hitters as quality hitters. He's got Randy Rosarina, who can steal bases and hit for power, and Jose Altuve, who had a very good season last year. Um, Rob, you've got you pretty much your – uh, you got an outfielder and three good infielders. Um, you you might need some pitching late, though. You might need to worry about that later on. But it seems like a good balanced start. Yeah, I love it. Um, couldn't pass up having this combination of guys. And uh, uh, again, again, we'll go back to mentioning with a lot of people always that you're doing different drafts and trying different builds and. In the last couple of drafts, I ended up going um, heavier pitching because the way it landed to me, um, right. you know, getting like a third round Strider and a fourth round the Grom. I was I just went on this pitching run that fell, and I just decided to take it. And this draft, you know, it was there too, but um, this looks fun. You know, we'll figure it out as we go. Okay, I'd say there's a lot. The fun factor is high for your. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun. Now, Phil, speaking of fun, Phil has, he says Emmanuel Classe, Corbin Burns, Dalton Varshow for his catcher, and Justin Verlander, who could sign anywhere, right, Phil, even though? Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be a good team. It's going to so, be a good uh, team. You yeah. don't think he's going back to Detroit? I, I doubt it. I'm guessing it's, it's back to the Astros or the Mets. The ground replacement. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that'd be good. So explain to people that are listening what the Kadu method is, just briefly. Yeah, I, I gave that away on, on Zach's pod last year, um, right after I gave away last year's uh, Robbie Ray. Um, Boom. <laughs> um, no, it's basically just no, it stands for uh, keep all your draft options open. So just try to keep, uh, but in this format, I don't know if it applies this much, but just don't fall behind in any, any category. Right. Um, try not to fill up all positions too early. Get 
some multi-position guys just so that when you get the round 18, 19, or 20, you can you don't have you're not looking for a second baseman who steals bases. You can just grab the best value uh, right. for as long as long as you can during the draft. Okay, Phil. Phil, uh, I feel like that, that method is sort of limited in this um, in this format. Yeah, it really is. There's, there's certain like positions that I'm never worried about having like there being a surplus of. Like for example, third base. I have no yeah. issue taking th- two third basemen right away because I know that I'm always going to be chasing. Like I'm never going to be able to. Uh, there's never going to be a third one that I love. Yeah, and if there is, you can fill your UT spot with it. And once the draft is done, you're done with it. If you do that in 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 the in the fab league, then you kind of limit your options throughout the, the entire season. So it it doesn't apply yeah. that much in this draft. And the closers are the, I think the closer is kind of the same thing here. Like yeah, it, I know like a lot of people don't want to take two, just because they feel like it's not a good use of picks. But like at the same time, you're never gonna there's none there's gonna be nothing left at that caliber. No, nah, you're right. I, I mean, the only place where it might apply is if, I mean, it's kind of one of the reasons why you usually get a close in the first two rounds in these drafts. If you don't get one in the first two rounds, you feel kind of forced to take one in round three or four, well, depending if you've got an early or late pick, but um, you kind of, I think you have to get one in the first four rounds. Um, yeah. At yeah. least the way, the way I like to build my teams. I mean, there, I know you, you can do different things. You never, you never know what's going to be there in the fourth. Like in this case, there were some closers yeah. available in the fourth, but in a lot of these gladiators, there's not. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now Jeff, you you're following the Rob DiPietro school of thought. You got four hitters: Kyle Tucker, Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, and Cedric Mullins. So it's a yeah. really good, strong start. Uh, but you need to uh, go to the mound at some point, right? Yeah, round fifteen. I'm just gonna I'm gonna <laughs> go with. Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going with the Don Myers approach. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm trying trying to get like four relievers off the Cubs. That's that's what I'm okay. my plan. You should get a few saves there, maybe five saves. Uh, okay, well that's good. No, I think you you got a good start if you can piece together some kind of pitching staff, because um, the pitchers are flying off the board. And uh, Zach, for example, he has two closers, Diaz and Helsley. And he has two solid hitters, Devers and Michael Harris of Atlanta, uh, who Harris should provide some steals, right? Zach, you, you're thinking that he's going to continue to steal and maybe hit near the top of the order? Yeah, I do. What do you think about Helsley? Is he going to share with Gallegos or do you think he's going to win out and get most of the saves? Well, that's, how he was, that's how it was trending in a lot, at the end of last year. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's going to get a good chunk of the saves. Um, I was debating between him and a starting pitcher there. Right. And I, I took Housley because uh, for two reasons. One, I knew this was going to be on a podcast, and, and, I, and I'm and i never going to take two closers this early in a main event. Um, so it doesn't really give away any strategy. But um, also, like, the, the starting pitchers that I was looking at, like, I've seen, like, like Rob got Zach Wheeler in round six last last time I drafted with him, and it's about like value. It's about getting relative value versus like what you're going to be up against. So I'm like, I'm sort of like I'm doing so many of this. This is like my 25th one of these. So I'm just I'm not going to want to take like different permutations of of players that I have like already better value in other drafts. Right, right, right. Okay, so I think uh, you might need a few starters, but other than that, it's a really good start. Um, 
And Dom, Dom has done uh, the one closer with Hendricks, as we mentioned. And then he got a top catcher, Real Muto, and then Kyle Schwarber for power. So you're, you're really well set up for the power category, I think, Dom. Um, is that one thing you want to make sure is that you got enough uh, home runs in RBI? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I guess it kind of just worked out having Real Muto and Schwarber together. But um, you figure that as long as they have decent years, that'll that'll help. Um, so right. yeah, yeah. I was I was hoping to get pitching one a little faster than uh, than some of these have gone. So I kind of missed the, the boat on some of the pitchers I like, but right, uh, right. so you figured it out. Okay, and now you're on the clock. So tell mm -hmm. us after you pick. Tell us uh, why you pick this next player. Gonna take the starter I like next. Um, I don't have any Manoa, um, uh -huh. but I think he's really good. Uh, so that's why I took him. And uh, no, I think I think some of the strikeouts took him back. Um, right, right. I was just looking at some of his stuff. I mean, um, a lot of the metrics I look at, like O two percent, three O percent, are just two things I like to look at in terms of just looking at how pitchers kind of dominate in the zone um right. they were very similar last year versus this you know his first year um and obviously he had he was more of a strikeout pitcher in his first year so you know and throughout the minors you know strikeouts were never an issue for him so i'm hoping that they they come back a bit um and you know he's obviously on a really good team right um good ratios so uh you know and he's durable so Yep. We'll put, yep. Hope that all holds up for him. He should get a chance at a, several wins. I mean, that's, that should be part of the package, right? I think so. That's a, a good pick for your first starter. Now, Kevin, you've got uh, five picks in the bank: Vlad, Jacob Degrom, Simeon. Then you got a, one of the top catchers, Adley Rutschman from Baltimore, and then Alex Bregman to fill in at third. Now, third is an interesting position because I think there's 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 a top group, but then it does fall off fairly mm. rapidly. Mm -hmm. uh, would you agree with that? Is that what part of why why you wanted uh, Bregman? Yeah, uh, there's definitely a fall off there after uh, Bregman and Gunnar Henderson. And uh, if I haven't gotten uh, a third baseman, uh, well, if I don't get Jose Ramirez, which I, I would have taken if available in the first round, he went one pick before me. If I'm not getting a third baseman there, uh, a few more are going to go before I get to pick again. So then I'm looking at, at Bregman here, and if I don't get him, then we're waiting. Uh, so in most drafts, I've either gotten Jose Ramirez or uh, waited till, till the, the next group comes up uh, several rounds later. So this is my first Bregman share. I uh, I, I like it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, I think it's a good, a good pick. You got you got four hitters and one starter, so you have no closers, and you just have the one starting pitcher. So um, that's the only downside to your uh, beginning. Could be a big downside too. <laughs> okay. 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 We'll see. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Um, Rick, on the other hand, you've got. Um, Two starters, Gausman and Luis Castillo, you just picked up uh, to go with the three three hitters you started out with. 
uh, so Ramirez, Trout, and Olson. So uh, were you feeling urgency to get a couple of starters in the bank before uh, maybe the middle tier of uh, picks was taken? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, for my first two in this type of format, I definitely liked getting starters, and I'm still going to try to, yeah, I think you need to get those elite starters, and then now I'm just going to be seeing how far I'll push trying to take one of those questionable closers. Right, right. But at least you have two starters that are going to give you innings. Those guys, I would think, would give you solid innings and strikeouts. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, for some people, they might feel fine, you know, in the later rounds, you know, 18, 19, 20, picking some starters. I just feel like this early, it's kind of a guessing game, and I just don't feel confident in that. So I've been usually right. trying to get better starters you up top. Okay, okay, I got you. Now, Ryan, you got uh, – you're planning on have, having Julio – play all nine positions because you're just going with pitchers after you got Julio, right? So you got Alcantara, Strider, Julio Urias, and Scherzer. So that's four incredible starters, but Julio's going to have to play all around the diamond, right? Yeah, if he can. <laughs> I would love that, but, um, you know, that this was part of the plan coming in. I wanted to uh, go heavy on starters. Okay. It's like a couple okay. others are doing the same thing. So um, I just, the back half of the draft, I just didn't really want to take anybody there. So um, I want to try to win strikeouts, ratios. Sure, sure. I'll figure out saves later. So Okay, well, uh, you're, you're, you look like the leader in the clubhouse right now with the strikeouts and wins and – uh, you got some four great starters there. Um, Might so, be a fifth coming. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa. He's going. He's building the Dalton Del Don Yellow Brick Road. Um, all right. So let's I'm see what back. Phil does here. So he's he's got four star well four pitchers too. That's right. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to take I'm going to take Mike Carlin's guy. Oh shit. Mike Carlin's. Get it. Mike Curlin's going to get a boost to all his podcasts now. (laughs) (laughs) The Phil Dussault effect. Oh my God. 400 more downloads. So Phil just dropped the Jorge Mateo again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, Steve, let me go back to you. You got uh, Otani, Cole, Presley, Sal Perez, you Darvish, and now Corey Seeger. So you have two, well, three starters really with Otani and then uh, a closer, a catcher and one infielder. So I still feel like you're, you're pretty diverse. You you don't, you're not boxed in in any particular direction. Um, Is that, uh, is that how you feel at this point? Yeah. Phil was saying something about keeping draft options open. And I know he's, he's really good at this. I thought, um, if he if he thinks that's a good idea, then it's probably okay. something I should try out. All right, so you, you're changing. I think you're pretty good too, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to trying to follow that model. Imitate Phil. It was a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's good. I think I trade my team for Steve's. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's close. I mean, I do that. Trades will take trades. Yeah, will be discussed. Seager was a great land. I feel like if I didn't take all those batters, that would have been a great option there. You know, I definitely thought about that. 
great. I was, I mean, I was thinking, oh, maybe Darvish can make me back. No, uh, maybe Seager then. No, uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. They were one, in, they were one and two in mine, also. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's move to Anthony. Anthony's got Machado, Hader, Felix Bautista, and then he took yet another closer in Kenley Jansen. Um, and then his last two picks were Corbin Carroll, the rookie phenom in Arizona, and Zach Gallen, also in Arizona. Are you liking the Diamondbacks uh, to have a good year, or you just like those two particular players, Anthony? They just they just fit what I was looking for. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, but Southwest is where I want to keep my team. San Diego, Arizona, as much <laughs> as possible. I'm going to keep drafting from those teams. Because you like the weather there? Is that it? Yeah, I love the weather. Um, <laughs> You know, just it helps my asthma. There's a lot of things about the Southwest that appeal to me. So, okay, okay, it's it's a strategy. It's, it's it could work. It could work. Yeah. Again, my seventh, eighth, and ninth innings are shutdown innings. Okay, we just need guys to get us there. So, well, I think Zach Gallon did more than that. He he really surprised me last year. He, I I thought he was sort of semi injured a couple of years ago, and he's really been fine. Yeah. Yeah. He uh. He's he's kind of turned into the pitcher that everybody hoped he would be about two years before. Um, he just took a little longer to get there. Okay. He might have he might have pitched a little over his head last year, but he's still a quality pitcher. I agree. I agree. Yep. So Rob, you got your closer Camilo Duval, and then you took Joe Musgrove as your uh, first starting pitcher. So that's a kind of a good start in those categories. Are, are you worried about? at all about Duvall being the primary closer in San Francisco? No. No. That's nope. You want to expand on that at all? <laughs> no. Um, no. <laughs> like what, no. in terms of them possibly getting Jansen? Or Jansen someone, or someone from else? Someone from, they, they no one from the team what... is taking it from him. I mean. Okay. So what about Kenley? You think he's not going to San Francisco? I mean, if they could if they want to upgrade their bullpen, but I don't know I how much they're issues. gonna be. I don't know how much they're gonna put into this year. Frankly, honestly, I think they're not really close to winning, even with Judge. Uh huh. To you know, to being better than the Padres and the Dodgers at least. So I just don't know what's their willingness to go out and say, "Hey, I think Henley Jansen is the best resources of our money." Um, so I could be I could be wrong, but. So they went from having the best bullpen ERA in 2021 to like the bottom 10. And I so, know, but you think Jansen makes them that much better of a bullpen? If they just like spend his money on two relievers, maybe instead of that Dud Rogers thing that I mean you, you look at all again, look at all the playoff teams have great bullpens. Yes. I mean their bullpen was not good last year. So I mean pairing Duvall and Jansen would be sick. Mm -hmm. Right, right. They could put Duvall in the seventh, eighth in <laughs> I kind of hope they don't because I have a lot of <laughs> Duvall, so I don't I don't want Jansen to go there, but um Okay, well well Rob I could see it. I'm just uh I'm just catching up on my messages here. Brian sent me a message that I just sent me the link to Jacob DeGrom uh signing and he goes, That's it, the new dumbest team in baseball. that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. That's great help. Um, who's Brian? <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was okay. still alive. He's around. <laughs> <laughs> He's kicking around. 
So Phil, you so took you put out a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I, I used to like his podcast. Does he does he have one with his kid? Oh like, yes, yeah. Like I get I, those updates every once in a while. Yeah, like it was a suggested podcast. And like I have some that are for my kids. So it's like, oh, I guess this is like one of those, it's you know, they, they're suggesting this because it's like the one that my son's like. So I was like, and then I played it. I was like, is that it's like six, seven minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking to his son. Yeah. There's all kinds of podcasts out there, Zach. Who do you think is worse? The Angels or the Rangers in terms of like signing these contracts? The Rockies. <laughs> no, the signing the contracts. Yeah. Like the Rangers. The Rockies are just bad at uh, angels players for no reason. You have to think the Rangers in about five, six years are going to be sitting on just tons of boat yeah. anchor contracts. Maybe not even that long. I don't know. You know. Right, right. Yeah, I'm always for spending when you have some sort of foundation and some young guys coming up and you want to speed up the rebuild and just have a better team quicker. But it seems like the Rangers don't have anyone. They're just paying 30, 40 million for every guy and they're going to have five superstars and no one else on the team yeah i don't know prospects very well but i don't know if they have like a bunch of guys in triple a coming up soon but i haven't heard much about further um their prospects yeah i don't think they got a huge uh, farm system Uh, they got some what's his name dustin what's his name dustin something outfielder harris yeah yeah, Dustin Harris. Justin Foscue. <laughs> I don't know much about him. Fucking name been in my brain for too many years now. So, so Phil uh, Eloy, is he gonna have? Is he gonna play the field? Because I feel like he, he's just gonna hurt himself if he's out there in the outfield. Uh, do you think he, they're gonna give him the, the permanent DH slot and just uh, be done with it? I I think so. And they don't have any reason to put him in the field now. So um, it would make sense. Um, yeah. You just have to watch video of him playing the outfield to determine that. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Very easy move. It's the easiest GM and coaching move possible. This guy, we need his bat. Yeah. We need just like the old guy that comes in when you play softball and he was a fucking masher, but he, you know, he had knee replacement, always knee problems. He couldn't run, but it's like, just put him in. He's going to smash the ball. And just let him not play the field. That's the right. same thing with Eloy. Just let him hit, baby. Let him hit. He can hit. There's no yeah, doubt he can hit. Be a great softball player. Yeah. I think everyone everyone's afraid to take the top player on the board. They want to be public shame, publicly shamed by Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it uh, Bryce Harper? Okay, second player then. <clears throat> Zach, who's your number one rated softball player in the um in the MLB? Oh, um, well, it would have been Matt Stairs for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, um, it's got to be like, it's got to be like uh, Schwarber. Yeah. Schwarber. Wait a minute. Vogelbach. Vogelbach. No. Ooh. That's not bad. That's not bad. Beer Schwarber League. Like a sick outfielder in softball. Really good <laughs> in softball. So, Phil, you took Kirk. He's a, he, I, I think he's a, a real quality hitter. Um, the thing is, he, he stayed healthy last year. He had some injury problems before that, but uh, he sh- he should be able to stay healthy most of the year, right? I think so. I mean, he's DHing half the time, so um, yeah, I assume he's going to find a way to stay healthy. But um, in these leagues, I mean, I'm, yes, you want guys to stay healthy, but it's all about the overall. So um, 
think he's one of those guys who could take a next step. And I kind of like getting two um, two early catchers, and he was um, one of the last ones in in that tier. I, I didn't think I'd get one on the way back. So right, right. you got Varsho now and Kirk, so that's a good yeah. pair. Yeah, um, I can move Varsho to the outfield if I have to. So right. <laughs> better him than Eloy, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, Jeff, uh, you're you're doing well. You got picked up a couple of pitchers, Max Fried and Daniel Bard, as your uh, first starter and first closer. Oh yeah, couple couple of anchors there. Yeah, yeah, you uh, Bard. He's going to get saves, right? I mean, you know, he might not have the best ERA in the league, but he should. I don't know who's going to step in instead of him, right? He's got the job. He's got the job. Right, and he's, you know Colorado's uh, not going to trade him at the deadline because they don't right. do anything smart. I know one wants that contract now. <laughs> don't do anything smart. Amen. The Rockies have a plan. We just don't know what it is, but that's, uh, they don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. I think uh, now you got a couple of steps towards your pitching staff, and uh, Zach, you got Tristan McKenzie. He was much better than I thought last year. Um, you know, he, he looks like he's 130 pounds to me, but he's he's got a, a good variety of pitches, and he really held up. He didn't have much of a downtrend at all during the uh, 2022 campaign. Yeah, he's solid. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me something more than that. How about uh, you want to talk about Wilson Contreras and where you think – He's going to be. Uh, I can talk about Tristan McKenzie. I just, I just think, um, I maybe it's recency bias. I, I've listened to Rob's podcast a couple times. I got I caught up today and talk about recency bias and sort of overcorrecting for what's happened in the prior years. But like you see, Verlander, Rodon, McClanahan, right. all these guys I faded last year. I'm, and I've decided that um, even like especially in this format, half a year. Um, well, just throwing numbers out, but just a fraction of the year call it three quarters half whatever it's still good um and just get get quality innings and i'm not gonna it's it's too hard uh, i'm not i'm not a doctor it's too hard to start playing like you look like a twig so i can't draft you i don't know so he's a good pitcher all right yeah no he's, he's certainly shown that and then Contreras, do you think there's any chance he'll be with the cubs next year or no 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 Okay. They're saying, they're, um, well, I, I only know what I read, and they're saying Astros or or Cardinals, and both those spots are going to be good. Um, so yeah, if you do, you read. If you, I, I didn't expect Contreras to fall back to me there, like like just like Phil was saying, he didn't expect one of the catchers to come back. Right. Neither did I. So um, I sort of felt like um, compelled to take him there. Okay. Well, that's a good start for your catching group. Um, so now you have. Two closers, one starter, and a bunch of good hitters, Zach, because you start out this draft. Um, we're into the – what round are we in now? We're, we're in the eighth round. And uh, moving, Dom, to your team, you just took Framber Valdez and Jose Abreu, who, again, I think we don't know where Abreu is going to be exactly, but he always seems like a professional hitter that's going to get homers and RBIs wherever he goes. Um, I hope – I hope – I hope – I know where he's going to be. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, I forgot. Yes, he's, he's there already. Yeah. Uh, there was a while that he was unsure, but no. I'm, scared, scared me for a second. No, no, he's with you. Like, sorry about that. 
But yeah, he he, he didn't pass his physical. He's out for the year. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just telling you now after you took him. Uh, but that's two Astros in a row. So that's uh, it's pretty good to get those guys late. And Valdez certainly was was a great pick last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, pitching is going pretty pretty fast. So uh, you know, I just kind of. Looked at what was there and mm-hmm. felt he was a pretty decent option on a good team. Um, so, okay, well, that's good. I mean, I think the the for these uh, gladiator leagues, I think you have to be just at 125 innings or more, if I'm not mistaken. So you don't necessarily need uh, seven starters. You could probably go with less and still be way over the minimum and still maybe have a great ERA and whip. Um, so um, with Manoa and Valdez, I think uh, they'll certainly get you part of the way there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, like, I guess, you know, at this point, missing a lot of the uh, really quality guys, I just tried to target guys that were durable. Um, and hopefully right. I'll hit on some guys a little later with uh, big upside. Cause... Right, right. Yeah, because everybody's taking their pick Early. Yeah, yeah. You might, you might. Uh, the clock, He's on yeah, the clock. He's on the clock. It's the bad. The bad thing about being in the middle is like you know you kind of you're answering questions while you're. Uh, Just want to make sure you knew. Yeah, no, I knew. Thanks, so Thanks, Ryan. So, Dom, um, well, let me tell you, you balanced it out. I was well. trying to swerve this draft by <laughs> distracting people when they're picking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have money on who's going to win exactly. Um, People sent bribes over to Todd. <laughs> so, say Suzuki, before I leave you, Dom, now that you just picked, um, he's. I think he's a good case. He might do better in his in his second round uh, in the, in the states. Uh, you know, he certainly looked really good early. Um, so, I think he's a good solid pick there. Yeah. Yeah, I a lot of the guys I like are kind of going in this round, just quality um, outfielders that, that do a lot. So um, he was kind of behind some of the other guys that went. But, um, yeah, I think he's a good all-around player. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was out for a lot of the year that it was warm in Chicago when it's a little more favorable hitting environment. So I'd like to see him healthy, um, you know, in the summer months in Wrigley. Um, right, right. See what he can do. Yep, yep. I think he'll do well. Now, Kevin, moving to you, you got uh, a couple of relievers: Scott Barlow of KC, Andres Munoz of um, of Seattle, and then you took Blake Snell as your second starter. Um, Snell is kind of interesting to me because he looked really good at towards the end of the season, uh, but he's sort of been up and down the last two years. Are you thinking he sort of found something and he'll be a little bit more reliable? Well, that's the hope, but even if he's not, I think the the strikeouts will be there, and and with the lineup that the Padres have, the wins will be there, and that's what Uh I was looking at here. His ratios may not be what I hope they can be, and that it would be amazing if if it all works out, and that is the case, but I think I'll get the wins and strikeouts, and that's what I was after. Okay. Yeah, I think he's always provided strikeouts, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Barlow and Munoz are good, uh, good relievers that maybe they won't get 30 saves each, but they could easily get 20. I, I think Barlow will, 
Uh, and Munoz, even if he doesn't, it, he's so good. The mm-hmm. the strikeouts and, and the ratios will be there, and there will at least be a contribution in saves. Right. Uh, I mean, if it's not going to be him, they're not going to have a set closer. Right. So uh, he'll at least get some. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Rick, you got George Springer. I think he's a good pick in the sixth round. He gives you speed and power and then Wander Franco I know a lot of people think that he'll really take a leap forward what do you what's your uh, stance on Franco do you think he's going to be much better power hitter than he's shown in his limited time in the majors um yeah I mean I just feel like pedigree and I think I've heard somebody say he hits the ball hard you have to double check that Mm -hmm. but um yeah, I'm just playing that game of uh, if the closer fell to me that I wanted, I'd take them, but they didn't. So then I played right. the game and was hoping maybe Bard would wrap around because nobody likes him and his ratios. And then he somebody took him. So just trying <laughs> to take better players. And then, you know, I'm just playing that game right now. <laughs> taking, okay. taking the better player, but then uh, might get burned with uh, having no closers. All right. Well, you have three good starters. George Kirby, I think. Uh, was really good last year. He was very consistent. Um, so with uh, Kirby and I think you have um, uh, Gaussman and Castillo, and, Castillo yeah. and that's that's a good trio for your starter. So at least you're making good progress there. Yeah. Hey Zach, is uh, in your in your travels through the drafts, have you noticed any stacks? Anyone doing stacks? Teams tried to do one the other night. Um, yeah. With uh, Houston. Nice, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, were you in that one? Where I took Tucker, Altuve, Bregman. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah the cool. Bregman. Yeah, because the Bregman. And then uh, I think oh, I was man. talking. I was talking to Phil about that today, and uh, and then I said like Abreu almost fell to me as like in in that stack as well. But I'd I'd, I'd have to take him relatively early. But then somebody like took him before me, but in the seventh round. But then I ended up getting Xander Bogarts in the seventh, which is maybe a blessing in disguise. But that, I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to that too much. Yeah. Cool. for what other teams are doing. You got uh, so many drafts going that. on. What's that? I got too many drafts going on to pay attention to what everyone else is doing. <laughs> yeah, how many are you in right now, Phil? Yeah. I'm in uh, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six. But they're all like in the first uh, 11 rounds. So probably by the end of the week, I'll have, I don't know, 10 going at the same time. Yeah. What? I know it's nothing like like you're used to, but six. No, no, like I'm 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 about the same as you, and I've oh, yeah. we did this. Okay. I, I looked at I looked at what everyone else was doing in the drafts. I've been in. I think this is like my ninth with Mitsef, and okay. uh, I've been in a bunch with you. Uh, yeah. the, the, the player that was like uh, the most um, sought after, like above ADP amongst our group of drafters, was Andres Munoz. Actually, oh, yeah. um, I know a lot of people have been. His ADP here is 170. And I'm looking at the people in this draft, and I saw I saw the other draft I was in with Hastings. He took him in the eighth round there. I don't know where he took him here, but he took him early here too. And I know a bunch of other people have been on to him here, so I knew I knew I like that's that's one guy that I knew I was not getting in this in this particular draft. Mm-hmm. So so Ryan, uh, let's catch up on your draft. So you didn't notice the other trend. You said you're not paying attention, but you knew all of that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't look at stacks. So I haven't really looked at stacks too I'm much. Messing. But, I, but I am looking at what players are, are being taken. Right, and, of um, course. And I'll um, illustrate it right now, probably. 
Okay, we'll, we'll catch up with you. Ryan, you took Clay Holmes, who I think is a good bet for uh, a <laughs> And then uh, Xander yeah, Bogart. We're, we're moving on, guy. <laughs> we're moving on from Zach. Uh, <laughs> Xander Bogart's in round seven is a good, uh, solid pick, especially since he's your second hitter. Um, so I think he'll provide. There you go. There you go. Nico. Warner by Waxman. Okay. Nico Horner by Waxman sounds like a clothing line. <laughs> yeah, he probably wasn't coming back. They sell the, the three of the three of you mofos. They sell they sell <laughs> nice Phil pants. Rob, behind me, no way. Ryan, <laughs> oh, Clay Holmes, talk to me about Clay Holmes. Talk to me. Talk to me. Give me something. I just uh, didn't want to wait on him. Um, it's a sharp room. I didn't think he was coming back. Um, okay. I thought about waiting till the seventh round, and then I noticed Maddie Wood didn't have a closer, neither did the team one. So um, I went him over Bogarts in the sixth round, and then somehow Bogarts made it to me in seventh. So I was really happy about that. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I love love Clay Holmes. Uh, I know you're the Yankee fan uh, right. in the room, so. Uh, I think he's, you know, as long as he's healthy, I mean, he's got as good a shot as anyone, any closer to right. finish top five and save. So, yeah, I don't think they're um, going to go out and get a closer to, to start to be above him. That's oh, not, fuck. Yeah. And there's like his biggest competition for the role is, is out TJ. It's kind of for us. So, right, right, right. Okay. Well, that's it's good. A, 50 seconds for you to make a pick, Phil. And I knew it was going to be to my detriment. I, I didn't want him that much, but it's a requirement. I have to get at least one Canadian on every single team. So <laughs> yeah. I figure I'll get, get it done early. Uh, we'll, we'll mention who it is. Spot, <laughs> though. It's a good spot for Yeah, I know. It's a really good spot. Well, for, you know? This took Tyler O'Neill. What's, what's your uh, uh, thought about O'Neill this coming season? Uh, I mean, I'm worried that he's always hurt. But this is about what twenty-five picks past his ADP so far. So right. um, felt like a good time, and I'm always open to filling out my outfield in these drafts. So sure, sure. So he's in the ninth round for to fill. Um, so that's a good pick there. Um, let's let's move back to Steve, uh, who's again remaining fairly diverse. His last two picks were Gunnar Henderson and Jake McCarthy, the phenom from last year, and then he's got a pick. Right now, so why don't you make that pick first? Uncle Todd putting people on the spot. <laughs> Let's let Steve take a pick. There's right. a pick. Labor. Oh, right, nice, nice. Yep, yep. Okay, There's okay. Mm. Labor and Taylor Ward. Mm. Interesting, interesting picks there. So you got you, on deck. You've got the last five picks have been all hitters, uh, Steve. But they're they're guys that should get at bats, plenty of at bats. Um, what about McCarthy? You think he's going to steal bases for you, or, or or do you think that he just really uh, outdid himself last year? Uh, both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he outdid himself, but if he's you know to the extent that he's playing, he's going to be running. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure about what the Diamondbacks are doing with their outfield, but I guess 
they're going to play as many young players as they can. Yeah, I think it'll work its its way out or itself out with the DH, and I think there's a decent chance they trade one of them. Right, right, right. All right, and then uh, Glaber should give you good counting stats, right? You, yeah, I guess so. I've never been much of a Glaber guy, but uh, it just looked like a bit of a drop off at second base um, uh-huh, uh-huh. after that. So, so you got Torres and Seager in your middle infield. That's a good, good set. So now you you only have three pitchers, well, four with Otani, Cole, Presley, and Darvish. So uh, you might have to go there in the next few picks. Yo, just switch it to a switch Otani. Do it. <laughs> I'm not the only one that's pitcher. done it. I've seen a couple other boards where it's been that way. That'd be a one percent. Switch your Tony uh, to pitcher, and then Phil will switch Varsho to outfield. <laughs> <laughs> make make a make a make a pack. Don't make a pack. You're uh, Phil. Uh, yeah, yeah I know. I know. I don't know. Oh, pitcher because they Phil, you on the clock. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to do. Sorry, guys. I'm really slow. Uh, I was in a draft where uh, somebody drafted Otani second overall, and then they and then they drafted Harper in the eighth round, so they nice. were forced to move um, Otani to um, <laughs> solid draft. move. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> two, two two years ago, I had um, Otani and Giancarlo when I thought they said Giancarlo was going to play outfield a lot more, and it killed me. Like just having Giancarlo on my bench for weeks and. Then, is the word, but I won that league, but like it's still the most frustrating <laughs> thing ever because <laughs> it was like Otani round 10, and and he, that was the year he went crazy. So it's like, um, miss, I miss Otani round 10. That was a that was a fun time, yeah, sir. Sure. Wish I wasn't just playing DC 50s then, <laughs> DC 50s, baby. Don't you talk bad about those DC 50s? I don't, I, I don't talk about They're it. Great. I wish I great. wish I used played more DCs that year. Yep. So Anthony, you got Andres Jimenez. I think he's uh he was an outperformer last year also. Um he and I think he'll steal bases again this year. So I think that's a good solid pick in the middle rounds. Yeah, I needed the speed. So with Carol and him, they just chip in. You know, I mean they're not gonna right. set the world on fire, but right. you've got to you've got to attack it around this time. Yeah. Who can set the world on fire? That's a good question, right? You know, mm. that question, he won't set the world on fire. Who will set the whole world on fire? Who I'm going to tell you when I, when I see it. I'm going to tell you all when right. I see it. It's just one of those things that people say all the time. And it's like, that's not really, like, what's the relevance of that? There is Most none. Canadians, Canadians do that. Yeah. Gialdi, you, um, I've been in fourth, this is my fourth draft with you. You really diversify your 10th round pick a lot. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, funny that you would notice that all four that's, drafts that's that's the new sheet new t-shirt it's okay. 10th round diversifier. So obviously i'm not going to get him anymore in the 10th round no i'm just kidding i don't care <laughs> well it's good uh, you were mitzvah that was going to take him because mitzvah's taking the 10th three times as well so between the two of you um seven times and he says he doesn't pay attention to the exact, 50 exact, drafts he has going on this is my ten, this is my 10th draft and your eighth round pick you have him in every in all ten drafts that we're in together. I do not. <laughs> uh, only the ones that he's drafting right in front of me does he do that. 
to piss me off. That, that, that was another reason. I would have <laughs> left him another round, but I knew you were there. He, yeah, he tries to always tilt me when he knows I need pitching. It's the eighth <laughs> round. He's yeah. right next to me because we always draft next to each other. So I've been, I've been in, I've been in thirteen drafts so far, and I haven't drafted inside the top five yet this year. I've, I've had one top, one fifth pick. I haven't drafted any four, three, two, one. I don't understand. Is it because you always set your KDS? No, no, no. Yeah, that that would make sense. No, I don't. I normally go like one one to fifteen. There's a handful of times I differ, like change it up, but it makes no sense. Um, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, I'll keep going. Um, Is anyone doing both Gladiator and Draft Champions at the same time? Yep. I I know one guy in here that is at least. (laughs) Yeah. Fast track or slow tracks? <laughs> no, I'm not right now. I think we're all in DCs. Because I'm, I'm taking, you know, I did a couple, like two DCs early, and then just I'm waiting for a little bit more to get into another DC. But I'm hoping, like, my brain isn't biased by this. The yeah, drafts I've been in, like, doing fast gladiator drafts and all of a sudden going to... You know, I don't know. I will tell you, you know, you that's a that's a good point, Rob. I was uh I was doing a DC, I don't know, a few days ago. It's done now, but I noticed that relievers are pushed up artificially in DCs right now. Because people that are coming off of these, I don't know, they just feel compelled to push them. I and think some once people, these yeah. finish, it, and some people aren't outside. filtering. Yeah. Some people well, is it is it, yes. is it because the draft the draft board ADP is just blended right now? Like it's yeah. just yes, blended it all in ADP. Yeah, so it that's is. why Absolutely. it's gonna be it's gonna so it's not really artificial anymore if it's just that's what people are doing, but like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be is it blended? Because yeah, I was in a gladiator DC and a 50 at the same time, and they were all the draft boards were different. Well, I, started I, I think it depends when, it, in, if you start them all at the same, they start. The within, same day. Within two days. Could, I mean, I, I know Adam, Adam right? Duvall was the one that I noticed the biggest because he was well, a lot higher in the DC and in the 50, he was like not drafted at all. As yeah, of this morning, there were, there was 30 DCs when you filter them and 20 gladiators out of the 60 total drafts that is the generic so gladiator is catching up with uh dcs really quickly and pretty soon there will probably be more gladiators in the adp than dcs i was in um i was in nick pollock's uh he had his twitch going and he was talking about the kc royals pitchers i wanted to see what he had to say about brady singer and um he put up the he's like oh i haven't seen the you know i'm gonna look at the the NFC ADP is like, how come Ross Dripling like is still at 420? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I think it's different, you know, or whatever. It was like 400. He's like, that's that's still that's way too late. But and I was like, no, you filtered by DCs, and it was like 330, 320. So because he's not really getting attacked in these kind of drafts, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's definitely skewing things for a lot of different yes. players. So if anyone's listening and you go to NFBC, just filter by the specific draft type. Um, right now you'd want to be looking at, you know, draft champions, fifties and, um, gladiators. It's the only thing that matter right now. The ADP is exactly the same in my DC as this draft right now. Yeah. Right. I know this ADP is in gladiator, so it has to be, maybe the face fit 50 is different because they're supposed to be filtering by contest, but maybe they just didn't set it up for, uh, 
the Gladiator. It's just the same so as the, DC. The DC that I started a couple day, couple days or a week ago, Bryce Harper has an ADP of sixty six point seven. It's the same exactly. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What that, I don't know what that means, but that's what I see. Means it's time to draft him. Well, I guess the question would be once gladiator finishes once it once the contest closes would they withdraw the gladiators from the overall adp or will it just stay and everybody will have to just decipher it that movement eventually forward? each contest will have its own i think yeah okay when does that happen usually is that in the past they've done that they filter I them so okay I, I could be wrong on that but i think that's what happens also, if you take it, it may be weird for the best balls to have like the yeah. same ADP as the yeah, right. no doubt about it. That ball yeah. was different. So, yeah. Also, mm -hmm. if you take the most recent time period, once the gladiators are over, you're you're gonna filter it. Yes. By. I think I think my my point was Todd. Like a lot of people stare at the draft room, right? So you can't filter the draft room. It's just no. imported. I mean, unless you made your own list or something, right? So right. is that all drafts you know i mean will it be 200 drafts in january or will they pull the gladiators out you know no, i don't think they'll pull them out i think it'll be all of so the draft rooms will be a little bit skewed yes for sure yes yep. i think so yeah which incidentally between auto picks and people staring at their draft room uh will artificially affect adp probably most of draft season it could it yep. could Maybe, you know. That could be a song. Let's make it a song. Artificially, we could affect ADP. Do it. <laughs> it could be like a like a like a hypnotic robot type dance, you know? I'm gonna leave that to Rick. I'll let Rick write that song. Fuck Rick. I make beats. Govia. Govia is good. Yeah. I can make beats. NFBC is such a savvy group of drafters. I don't know if it's gonna affect it that much. Because most people listen to podcasts with Phil on them and stuff like that. Phil, who? <laughs> what are you saying about us, Todd? Uh, they listen to you. Jesus I know they listen Christ. to you. Unbelievable. I can't hey, get Rob, no respect. So, Rob, t talk to me about Stephen <laughs> Kwan. Stephen Kwan. Is, yeah. he, is he just an average uh, help or can he help in other categories also? Runs. Run scored, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He took off in the second half a lot more. I like it. I just think he brings a nice, you know, uh, steady profile. And uh, I like it. Um, wanted to not fall too far behind and getting some outfielders. Um, and another little, you know, diversification route. Haven't had a Quan yet. So, Quan time. Quan time. Okay. That's crazy. You could name a team that Quantime. Yeah. Quantime, yeah. Quantime. So so Phil, you didn't seem to uh, love your Nick Lodolo pick, but I think he's a good young arm that has a lot of potential. Yeah. Um <laughs> I was really hoping for Lance Lynn there just for for the innings. Um felt a lot safer for this kind of format. Lodolo's kind of upside pick that I'd prefer in a I gotcha. I in gotcha. a fab league. Uh, but he was the last pitcher in the tier and I had a big drop off after him so uh, okay okay figure and seems like and also um in Pena really fell I wanted to keep the other guy wanted there but I want some pitching so uh I was kind of sad to let him go uh, okay I don't know uh, it's, I'm, thank you though 
Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got six days going right now. That like as I said, the the furthest one is around eleven. So at this point in the draft, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Um, so I know. We'll see what happens. All right, all right. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, maybe people listen to this and copy my picks in March, and I'd be perfectly fine with that. That's good. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> You're just trying to throw everybody off. Boom. I'm not trying to. It's just happening because I'm not ready. Yet. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, let's see what Jeff Mutsev is up to. He's got uh, the last few. He's been focusing on pitching. Oh, Max Reed, Daniel Bard, Nestor Cortez, Jesus Lazardo, Jeffrey Springs. So you're you're getting catching up in pitching, Jeff. I think that's uh, you're making a good comeback there. Yeah, Zach took Bader from me. He knows it. Yep. Okay. Okay. He's like that. I think Zach's, Bader Zach's not even making. Zach's not even making his own picks. He's just trying to tilt everyone else around. Yeah, he's just, he's just, he's just, he's just, he's just Zach he's is just the master at taking him. Basically, if you were, if I, if I, I'm surprised you didn't take Oscar Gonzalez right after that. I thought you were gonna. It was gonna be Bader or Oscar. Yeah, that was it. But my my pitching is a little weak, so. Right. Newt, 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 Newt. Newt bar just went to Newt, Newt. Solid pick, solid pick. Um, Zachary, so so tell me about uh, Nico. Nico Horner seems to be a darling in these early drafts. He's no good. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. I just I just took him because I knew everyone else wanted him. Okay, well, that's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good solid reason for people listening to the podcast. They could just uh, infer from that. Yeah, I think Eric Albright said he's uh, going to be he's going to win MVP this year. Seriously? Yeah, the big Cubs fan, so he knows what he's talking about. That's why I took him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what about last year's phenom, Christian Walker? Is he going to get have the same level of production as last year? Yeah, I think his average actually might be better. Uh huh. I was looking into that a little bit. The lineup should be better this year than last, right? Yeah, maybe he even gets traded. Really? Do they have another first baseman? I don't even know. Mm, I don't know. Um, oh, I tell you, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought Rob was going to snipe me on that. Yeah, that was the other guy. Um, Good choice. That was the other guy for sure. It was him. Uh, no, one other picture, and uh, I just, you know, I, I, I think last night I got stuck with maybe DJ LeMahieu at third base. <laughs> it wasn't a good night. Yeah. Um, so I didn't want to, and it's, it's getting close to that point. And I definitely had an opportunity to not land in that if I would have took Gunnar Henderson instead of Melendez. But um, I really wanted Melendez at that point. I took him at one draft in, at 74. So at 102 or whatever it was, I couldn't pass it up. But I put myself in the box with that third base pick. So um, and I felt like I had a good enough average to support um, Suarez's, uh, you know, maybe batting yeah. average tank with good enough speed available. But yeah, I, de I, I, I definitely needed innings and that was the um, option and I guess it's because I already have like four of him 
<laughs> so yeah. that that like rung a little bit in my head too. So I was like, okay. Uh, I feel like I'm reaching for all the starting pitchers, but I think they're really getting pushed up in these drafts, almost like almost by two rounds. So in this seemed, one, in this one particularly, yeah, yeah, it felt, it felt early for Singer, but um, the same thing for Lodolo. It felt early, but it seems like they're all going, and now we all are starting pitching. So yep, yep, kind of felt like it's time to do it. I had I had um, a plan heading into this draft to go heavy starting pitching. <laughs> and then I had a feeling that this group of people would do that. Yeah. And the fishing was just going so high. I just, I just kept passing for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as me, Zach. Right. Right. And the pitching is going early. So Dom, you took uh, Mr. Senga, who's he's not signed with the team yet, but that should happen soon. Right. He, he's not limited in the teams he can talk to. He can talk to any major league team, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, from from what I, I I know nothing about him. I am literally uh, just grasping at straws for pitching, just because it's got. I'm really missing the boat, so uh, I can't speak intelligibly about him at all. Other than yes, I understand that he uh, is free to sign, so I'm assuming a good team will sign him. I've I've heard he. Uh, throws pretty hard, has a good splitter. Right, um, right. So, and I've heard the Mets, Padres, uh, and I think like maybe Boston is interested okay. in him. So, okay. so, the, Mets, so the Mets have they, a free spot. They tweeted they out the driveline thing and he went up 30 spots. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is my like... first share of them. So, so we'll see. Okay. Okay. Driveline starting game. to get the Phil Dussault effect, you know? Oh, Instant, instant they have, have an alert. Yeah, nice. Nice Harper. It's going to be 15 homers, probably, maybe 20. <laughs> so, Kevin, I like your I like your Pena pick uh, in round 10. I think that's a good value. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks to Phil for letting him go for me there. Okay. Uh, it was uh, it was starting to get slim pickings there at shortstop, and I needed one. Okay. And uh, but you you didn't consider taking him instead of Byron Buxton in the previous round. I thought about it, but I'm still in trouble in outfield here. Outfield dries up pretty quickly in the in these five outfielder mm -hmm. uh, leagues, and uh, so I took a big chance there. Uh, it, it's going to make or break this team if he can play. Ooh. You know, 100, 120 games is what I need because right yeah out, outfield's drying up i uh jumped ahead here on on seth brown who i like for the speed power combo in spite of the batting average but i jumped him up because that outfield is is starting to thin out pretty quickly okay okay see it seems like the appropriate title for an article if some analyst wants to take it but the the, the outfield is like the mojave desert in the late round <laughs> <laughs> that's good i like it I like it. Run with it, Todd. Okay. I'm not doing it, though. There All was right. some talk about um, Mookie Betts moving to second base and gaining value. But, I mean, this, yeah, I think outfield is more valuable than, than second base. So, it probably wouldn't do much for his value. I guess having both is kind of useful, but I don't know if it moves, if it does really anything to his value truly. In this, well, not, in this format, it doesn't in do anything. In this format, it doesn't help, but yeah, maybe later it will um depends who they sign to i feel like they might be just saying that to uh like <clears throat> to, 
as like a negotiating tactic for some of the people there trying to uh, sign in free agency. It's kind of weird the way they, they frame it though. It's like he wants to play second base. So it, yeah. I don't know. It just seems kind of weird, like move me to second base, but. Well, I, I don't get how they're going to, I get, unless they're going to play Vargas in like the outfield, I don't get how that would even work for their, their roster. Yeah. It, it just seemed like kind of weird yeah. framing the way. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if it's how I, I, like, I didn't listen to any interviews or anything. So I don't know if it's how he actually said it or how, or if it's just reporting. Yeah. Um, I, when I read that, I, 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 my initial read on it was like, it didn't seem real to me either. And I, the way I took it was like, they're probably just using that to as a negotiating tactic for whoever they're trying to get, whether it's a short stop or whatever. And they're like, well, we yeah, don't really need like you because so. we're going to move. We're going to move Mookie to second. So, yeah. you know, here's our low ball offer and like, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's possible. So Rick, I think Cronenworth was a good pick for you because uh, he's, he can be plugged in all over, right? So, yeah, I need a second baseman. Plus, it gives me flexibility later. Uh huh. So maybe, I mean, even though yeah, it was a little early, I didn't want to take him. I just there was some people I was hoping to come back to me. Okay. Tell us on the who you you're picking now. <laughs> That's what I'm figuring out right now. Okay. <laughs> uh. We're in round 13. What are you laughing about, Rob? <laughs> Don said he could be flunked all over. Yeah, yeah it goes immediately in the gutter. Great. Yeah, Actually, then he's healthy. He's, he shows it. He's been healthy the last two years. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plugged all over. Oh, man. <laughs> It's a shame okay. Rick and Bjorn aren't here because they could have run with that. I know. I know. <laughs> it is oh, in general. It's it's yeah, some of the stuff, what's his name ever comes up with? It's like, where does he come up with it? I, Bjorn? I keep <laughs> on calling by his real name. <laughs> and that, that mandate in the last pod was just had me laughing alone in my car for five minutes. Pure gold. It was pure gold. <laughs> that was not set up at all. I just <laughs> that's what it feels like. He just comes up with it. Seriously. He just like, you know, just 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 like one of those guys who has like all those bar jokes and he's just so quick with everything. <laughs> and it's like man relax like, now. Dr. Dr. Masterson is inside of you. Yeah, that is so great. <laughs> I don't even know how he stays so calm. Uh-oh. It's fucking amazing. All right. Oh man, the the Gray brothers there, Grayson and John Gray, and sniped right before me. Yeah, they, uh, threw me I for was, a freaking loop. I was hoping Gray would come back, but I guess I should know the pitcherless guy was gonna not let him get to me that far because they <laughs> hype him up hard in the pitcherless. So I'm like, I'm not getting this guy. All right, I'll be right back. I got to my babysitter's leave. All right, so. yeah, man. Yeah. All right, I'll be back. I'll be back in a bit. I just got to do something. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. So I'm going to call out my next pick. I'm drafting Javi Baez. <laughs> yeah, it's a great <laughs> pick. He's your guy. thinking about taking him. That's a, great, guy. that's a great pick right there. That's a great pick right there. You're going to play every day. My guy. Yeah. 
He's gonna play He's every day, and he I mean, has... he was one of the last shortstops left. So it that speed's amazing. So we, you know, let's go with that. <laughs> Bad speed. All right, Rob is on the clock. Tell us what you're doing, Rob. I'm trying to fucking pick. (laughs) Nobody liked that I said that he's in a contract year, so he's going to play better this year because he can opt out after this year. (laughs) I as that is. Yeah. He has an opt out already? Yeah. Two years? He can opt out after this year. Nobody liked it when I said that. So that's why he's going to play good this year. I took him a couple of drafts ago. Well, he's probably the only one who thinks that he, he would. He would be insane if he opted warmer. out. Yeah, he would be crazy if he not opted if he, out. Not if deal. he has a great year. And you uh, see how I, there's a, there's there. enough smart pe- there's enough smart teams to know not to uh, give him what the Rangers gave him. He wouldn't he wouldn't get what he got if he opts out, even with a good year. Or, Maybe yeah, he doesn't think Rogers, that. Though. I mean, the Detroit. What Detroit gave him? We talking about yeah. I think they would be happy if he opted out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get these opt-outs. I know like the players are probably asking for it, and the only way to sign players to, to give opt-outs, but you're just it's all downside when you sign a guy with an opt-out. I mean, if he plays well, he opts out, you lose the player. If he doesn't play well, then you're stuck with a bad contract. It just seems mm-hmm. like it's if if the player is asking for it, uh, I just Move on. I would imagine else. the players holding them hostage with that, though. They're probably saying, "I won't yeah. sign if you like probably, yeah, yeah." That is the that is an example it, of the strength of their union, like that yeah. they can they can do that. And but it just seems like the downside is so big that I I I mean I just tend to move on to the guy who's who's not asking that. Um, maybe maybe they all want it, and they're all getting opt outs that we don't necessarily hear about, but. Um, I don't know. It just seems all like all downside when you do that. Are you advising the Blue Jays management on this? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Steve, you got Kyle Finnegan for your second closer. Um, I don't know what, what to say about that other than. I think he's probably the best option starting the season. So he should get some saves, right? Yeah, should get, you know, 80% of their 12 save chances in the season. <laughs> if you uh, if you tweet out that you love Kyle Finnegan, you're going to get uh, his dad's going to reach out to you. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's good. That's uh, good. Alec Thomas as well. His dad gets and, uh, really involved. Hi, Lore, right? Tyler McGill doesn't his mom? Oh yeah, she uh, she's a photographer, right? Yeah, she's a photographer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. The first time I went on Instagram was to check uh, <laughs> check the baby pictures on there. It was <laughs> really? I I never go on Instagram, but I just heard like when we listened to that interview, I'm like, I'll look up her name. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I just clicked on it, and there's just a bunch of. I mean, I wasn't looking for baby pictures. That just stopped on it. That sounded really weird, but it just came up. I just found it really weird. I was looking for info on on uh, on her son. Uh, I ended up on on her Instagram page with a bunch of baby pictures. That's so funny. 
it's a good use of time. Yeah, it was sometime during the season uh, when I was having a decent year. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I could afford the time. I got you. <laughs> Hopefully this year you have plenty of extra time too. I hope so. I'm due for a bounce back. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, uh, Anthony, you got Patrick Sandoval. I'm a little worried about him. I was I drafted him in a lot of spots last year, but uh, he's been a little disappointing to me. I, would, I understand you're getting him late in the draft is around 14, but um, are you, you think maybe you're higher on him than, than uh, the rest of the market? No, I'm not high on him. <laughs> <laughs> I took him, I need K's. And, you know, when you do it the way I did it, uh, you can't get picky. Right, okay. So I needed guys that I thought would put up decent innings and K's and, uh, you know, except that they have a six-man rotation, which is a terrible situation. I think, I think he's probably the, he was the most reliable pitcher with K's that I thought was left. Okay, I got you. I got you. It's K's, right? You have, right? Those, you have mean, those three closers, so you need some strikeouts. Right, right. I need the strikeouts. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Rob, you took another uh, Angels pitcher, Reed Detmers. He, he was pretty good in certain sections of the year. Um, I think he was better towards the end of the year than he was in the beginning. Rob? Hello? Rob, do you, you want to talk about Detmers at all? Oh, I just got here. I wasn't, I went, I left the station for a little bit. Okay. I don't know. You asked me about Reed Detmers? Yeah, I'm asking you about him. What do, you, what do you think about his year and whether he's going to start improving even further? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a tough spot where you kind of, I need pitching and um, the list is dwindling. You know, definitely put myself a little bit in the hole about getting some innings and some good arms, but um, not my favorite approach. But uh, I don't know, he's the best, way above ADP right now, but uh, just right. the best I had on my board in terms of upside. And uh, I think okay, that's, okay. at that point, that's what I'm going for right now for my starting I pitches. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Okay. And Phil, you got Javier Baez, which was your main strategy for the for the year? Start. Yeah. Is uh, him and or him and Taylor my two targets at shortstop this year? Okay, okay. So <laughs> we'll t we'll tweet that out later. And you think the main thing that Baez is good at is his uh, control of the strike zone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the number one skill. Discipline. You never go wrong when you got control of the strike zone. His O swing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, and you have to love the home park too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect park for him. Perfect park. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's. I think that's a good endorsement for everyone to take him in the thirteenth round. Um, and then I say in the thirteenth round, it's it, it's probably where he should be going. It's a decent spot for him in his draft. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got you. I got you. I don't know, man. He's got some. You know, he got hurt early. You know, and that I don't know how much that affected him, but. Boy, hurt his thumb. He he was hitting the ball pretty hard, and uh, well, he ain't worth the tinker's dam, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, he it definitely. Was, I mean, what, where I took him, he's gonna was play him every day. He's gonna play yeah. every day. 
I was looking at him more as because I needed shortstop and I knew I figured if I right. wasn't taking one of them there, they weren't coming back. So um I like Baez over Estrada, I think. And I mean it's I, I like I still I I still haven't figured out like what positions and I know I would feel it's shallow, but um I'm sort of learning on the fly in these drafts for trying to figure out what positions I'm more comfortable with later and early in. Um, yep. Joe, I you're, you're doing a ton of these. Are you diversifying or are you just trying to just get your guys every draft? I'm not getting my guys until March. <laughs> no, no. These are your guys. Okay, in March, you have to take bias. You have to take, you yeah, have to take come all on, these guys. You can't we're change gonna, now. We're going to start over. Uh, seriously, I'm probably going to do about 20 to 25 of these. And if like anytime I can get a max pick, I'm getting him, even if he's a guy I don't really like. If I can get a guy around past ADP that I'm okay with, I'll take him. Um I'll I'll take a guy around ADP if if it fills a need, if it's where I think the draft is going, I need to get pitching early or whatever. Um, but I'm really diversifying. Like I probably won't have more than 20 to 25 percent of anyone in, in in these 25 drafts. I'm really trying to get do different builds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all with with mostly with early pitching just because i think that's what i feel more comfortable with so i might get more shares of, of pitchers early but um and yeah part of things i i don't want to give away my guys it felt like last year by the time we got to drafting in vegas everyone knew who i liked uh i'm trying to do uh keep so it uh yeah keep my my guys a little bit more of myself this year Makes sense. Makes sense. We're gonna have a segment called "Is is is this a real pick or not?" Is it, have you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it real? I, I mean, I think everyone who copied my picks last year probably learned their lesson because I drafted horribly last year. Um, <laughs> I just, I mean, my my rankings were when I test them at the end of the year, they were worse than ADP, uh, worse than most projections out there. So. Um, I just managed to win leagues. I, I killed it in fab, but my draft champions were terrible. Um, so hopefully people learned their lesson. They don't want to copy my picks. And this year I get it right. <laughs> that was just all set up for this year, right? You intentionally flubbed last exactly. year. <laughs> every, uh, every odd numbered year, he's going to dominate. <laughs> like, the, like the San Francisco Giants. And, yeah, uh, right. yeah. He's Mookie Betts. <laughs> That's right. Phil, I no, I'm, 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 I'm glad, Phil. glad Junior. Phil, I copied you all year. I did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> in fab, in fab, we did well. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was your secret conversations. It's funny uh, how everyone today was talking about how they wanted on this, this secret chat, and it's on. I mean, they were joking, but um, I, I know some people were weren't joking that much. Um, but like. Half of what we say in that chat is totally useless. Like, there's like so much junk for what for the the couple pieces of useful information that we share. <laughs> Two hours of, of discussion and one minute of useful information. Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of gifts and uh, and special emojis. It's usually me being like, "Hey, Phil, can you test guys who have blue eyes who are playing <laughs> on their birthdays and they get shifted?" And, yeah, right, right. And, and, and tell me if I should bump them up or not. 
or it's you mentioning a guy and I just shit on him right away. <laughs> as, I, as I did in, in every uh, fab podcast that you invited me to do uh, with, uh, with Todd. Uh, bringing up a guy, no, I don't like it. No, nah. no, no, he's no, no good. He's no good. <laughs> what do you think? No, no, no. Uh. <laughs> so let let's go around. What does everybody think of the stolen base uh, environment? Is everybody ah, going to steal more? Let's let's start with uh, with Rob. What do you think? Is it going to be fifty percent more steals, or or is it going to be just a smaller amount? I think Willie Mays Hayes is going to come out of retirement and um, okay. get a nice one-year deal with the Indians and take Miles Stroll's job, and he's going to steal 92 bases. Okay. No, I think it's going to go up. I think it's going to go up a little bit. Um, right. I think it's, if anything, it's going to make more guys aggressive. So earlier we might see um, if teams are really trying to run, and if they and if it's not working, if it's not like as a successful as it's supposed to be, will teams pull back on maybe being aggressive? You know, um, right. I think just think there's a lot to be a lot to be told about what's going to happen with it. So, right. Um, yeah, it's uh, obviously he who adjusts the best will will thrive in that. But um, I'm just trying to draft it as I normally ever would. You know, um, without yeah. really um, anything. Yeah. Yeah. What- Steve, what do you think? Do you think there's going to be a significantly more steals? Yeah, I think so. Um, forget the percentages. They had their presentation on it at uh, First Pitch Arizona, and there's like in the minor leagues, like 20% or at least 10% more. Um, I don't know if that'll translate you know, entirely, but it's the best information we have. Right, right. Ryan, Steve, what do you think? Steve, are you going to get in trouble for talking about First Pitch Arizona? I don't want you to get in trouble. No one's going to listen to this, Rob. <laughs> what was the question, Todd? The question was, uh, what do you think of the steals? Is it going to be, uh, as, as a, in a player pool, is it going to go up by 10%, 20%, 50%? What do you think? Uh, uh, you're asking the wrong guy because I have no idea. Probably. Um, okay, I, I hope it does because I need some speed on my team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, everybody goes speed. up. You, you still need steals if everybody goes up, but I mean, they're, they're bigger bases. There, there's uh, only two throws to first. It should help. Jeff, I'll, I'll make this pick here, and I can give you my answer if you want. Okay. Well, let, let me get Jeff's answer first. Jeff, what do you think? It's on the clock. I think it's going to go up to probably 25%. 25, okay. That's a good guess. Dang. Phil, you... Off topic, I'll be very disappointed if anyone in this draft, anyone on this call at least drafts Gregory Soto. <laughs> 30th round. You start talking about speed, and then uh, Loriano goes off the board. I got Jeff all excited. What do you think, Dom? What do you think about the steals environment? Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked into it too oh, much, but you um... <laughs> <laughs> I figured he wasn't coming back. I haven't. I haven't looked into it 
uh, too much on like a macro level, but um, at least when these guys are coming up from double A and triple A, mm-hmm. they have a lot of steals. And last year they were coming up and they, they weren't really stealing much. So it kind of mm-hmm. gives you the indication that, you know, with the rules down there, it was much more favorable, but that's right. kind of on a very, you know, individual level. I, I kind of want to look and see. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to go up. Uh, I'm not. It's not going to affect your strategy. Yeah, I don't think so. Cause I think, I think you, you need speed and balance regardless. So, you know, I think the main thought is that, it's, if, if it does go up, it's going to go up across the board for everybody. Yeah. So, right. Okay. Okay. You know what else it's going to do? What's it going to do? It's going to go inside of you like Bjorn Masterson. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, can Bjorn. We have a, can we have a B, Dr. Bjorn inside of you segment at some point? Just send, uh, send him the link. Oh, there he is. I didn't see He's him. He's here, baby. Bjorn is here. Handsome, yeah. much more handsome than I remember. Rob, Rob, Rob sent me the link. I, I had no idea, though. I'm. What are you recording this for? <laughs> Rob, don't you know that I own Bjorn here? This is proprietary like, resources. And you're using this for your podcast. I paid <laughs> up for him. I paid <laughs> up for him. Right you can't own a human being. can't own that. Wait, is your babysitter? I paid up. Like for we him. need, we need. They I, all right to, no, to step in here because uh, I, I said I, I, I just heard the word babysitter, "own." Babysitter's gone. Kids are in bed. Let's fuck this shit up. Now we're in round fifteen. Okay, now we can start to try. <laughs> oh, you guys are doing the gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you like doing? Do you like doing? Do you like doing gladiators, Bjorn? <laughs> yeah, I've done a few this week actually with you, Zap. We tag teamed them. <laughs> so you you were both inside of gladiator yeah yeah i've done uh i'm in my fifth one i think and i think i've only done one without zach so he, he's in a lot of them you guys well, are you know, like your wingman the gladiators so the thing about the gladiators is only one man finishes right well one man finishes first and one man finishes second And then I think the third one gets an entry into next year. An entry into a gladiator? It's yes. a free entry. Wow. Re-entry. Yeah. It gets a free entry. This is a strategy to bring in Bjorn just to distract all of us. <laughs> I stopped paying attention to the draft in the last few minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just relax. Yeah. Can I get a uh, meditation session, please? Yeah, I really need to relax. I'm so tense in the shoulders. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that I that I have anything prepared, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll look around and see see if anything comes up. <laughs> Are you going to take here, Rob? I don't know. 
I have no idea, man. Just, I'm really, really not liking this part of the draft right now. Uh, I'm going to go Why, this way. Because the players are so much worse than the start of the draft. <laughs> God, man. Is that? Never the players fails. are so much worse right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not happy with my pitching staff, but whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> it, they, it's got to be pretty us, much. Yeah. It's got to be pretty much full at this point, huh, Rob? One, two, three. Yeah, almost done. Nice to have Rojas and uh, McNeil. I can plug them all over. <laughs> the old plug them all over <laughs> seems to be the most. You, um, yeah, that's that. You put that them seems... in a lot of holes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of plugging tonight of multiple players who are extra valuable because they can be, because they can be plugged. They're open for the plug. Yeah, it's like it's, uh, I, and then it's like um, they play more than one position. Right, so you can plug them in multiple spots. They're not. They're not. It's they're in fact non-binary. Like the position they play. Not yeah. Just one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Shooting up the ranks. Some of them are even switch hitters. They're uh, still here. Or did he leave? Super valuable salary cap drafts. No, I'm. I'm still here. I was busy <laughs> looking at um, Mr. Mooseman's background. It looks like a real palm tree. Yeah, I'm down in uh in Jamaica. Have you ever heard of? They've got a like an all inclusive place down here. Um, head heed, something. I don't know if it's safe or Bjorn. Hedonism. Oh, is that what it, I forgot what the name was? Yeah, Bjorn. Have you ever heard of it? Or yeah, the wind's going seventy miles an hour, and Anthony has a pound and a half of consort in his hair, so it doesn't move. Jimmy Johnson style. <laughs> That's right. Yep. It's better to look good than to feel good. <laughs> Uh, Josh Rojas, right? I've seen yeah. him going around nine and ten of DCs. Rojas showing anything. <laughs> oh, I'm just grabbing values at this point. I want to reiterate: these are your guys. These yeah, are your guys. Yeah, sorry. You will pick them in March, or there will be trouble. Ooh, Brandon. <laughs> wow, Brandon Lauer, 236. Man. Oh, how the Phil's friends. Those are is Josh Rojas, Jorge Mateo. Javi <laughs> <laughs> Baez. You can do a hashtag and you can do it like um like one of those like the Twitter guys. Phil's friends, but spell friends with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that they were saying that um that uh Lau was the next option for the Mariners to make a play for for uh left-handed second baseman. Really? They just oh, traded yeah. for Wong. Yeah, no, I'm saying like that was their uh, fallback. That's why uh, like was their fallback with the trying to make a trade for him. I wouldn't be surprised if the race traded him. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. I mean and some I think they're made... just gonna play him at first. I wouldn't be surprised to trade anyone. I, I could see them packaging Margot and Glasnow together. Yeah, hopefully in the Mets. That'd be nice. 
I kind of just thought with, with Lao, it kind of made it's like they did with Meadows last day. They kind of realized it's just a platoon bat, platoon bat. So they try to get more um, more value for him than, than they think he's actually worth. Todd, I don't think we've met. Hello, I'm Dr. Bjorn Masterson. Okay, I appreciate that. Nice to meet you. You're the only other one not drafting right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was looking on my phone because you remind me of a sportscaster and I'm trying to look through Google images, but I can't remember who. I'll let you know if I remember. <laughs> okay. That's, Is it that's Bob cool. Costas? Yeah. You know, He's a handsome know. guy, just no, like Bob. No, you you kind of look like Jim Gray. That's who it is. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Jim Gray. Gray. It's Jim. NCAA basketball, Jim right? Gray. Jim, oh, why do you have your name listed as Todd then? No, Jim, Jim Gray does like the boxing and he does yeah. like a podcast with Tom Brady yeah, and he does. Uh, I've never seen him and Todd in the same room, so this could be real. Pull it, pull it <laughs> oh, up. Yeah, yeah, he looks just like him. Thank you, uh, Mr. Gagne. <laughs> <laughs> he does NBA basketball, I think, too. Uh, he might have, he might, he might have uh, previously. I don't think he does anymore. He did the LeBron. He did the LeBron interview when LeBron announced that he was going to Miami. Oh yeah, that's yeah. who hosted it. He's taking he also the, did the, yeah. the famous interview with Mike Tyson when he said he broke his back. Yeah, that that's him. That's him. That's the best thing too. That's the best thing ever. What happened? I broke my back. What happened? To spinal. 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 <laughs> It's hard to argue with him. My back, it's broken. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor said my back is broke. It's, yo, it's, what a great video. Because uh, Jim Gray was trying so hard to like, what else could I really ask him, you know? <laughs> Mike Tyson, what a, what a phenomenon. Like, oh, he, he was such a beast, you know, like, Unbelievable. I remember when I was a kid, he would be fighting Trevor Burbeckers. And the over-under props were like, will they get knocked out in the first round? And first it was round, like yeah. even money. It was like even yeah, money. Yeah. 1030 fill up for this already. Do what? 1030 fill up for this? I don't know. I'd go again. Has anyone oh, ever done two, two lives back to back? Jordan, have you done two lives back to back? Sounds like an expensive night. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never done that. Yeah, it's like it's, yeah, it's not in the lobby, so either it's full or canceled. You and Jeff are in every single yeah. uh, draft. It's uh, slow drafts signed up for Phil. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the when, next. When does uh, it sell out by? I'd say before Christmas. Twelve twenty. I think uh, you're right. I think it's gaining momentum because people are starting to panic a little that it's, it's yeah, you're right. quicker than they thought, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, I, it might go to what, like, uh, but it could go up to two slow drafts a day and then one, two live ones. So at like three or four a day for the next. Well, wait until wait until the holidays when everybody's sitting around at home. They're liable to do three lives a day whenever yeah. you know on a weekend or something. I'm telling yeah. you, it'll it'll get rolling like a steamroller, and then 
that'll be it. And then it's over, which is a blessing for everybody who drafted early because the more news that comes in, the earlier you want to tend, you know. I don't, I mean, I, I was telling someone that I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I don't mind if these, I don't think it matters that much if, if there's more information if, if, in these. Like, I don't think it'd be such an edge to draft these in March. I agree. Uh, uh, Except yeah, injury, for injuries, will, yeah. injuries will be a big edge. Yeah, I mean, you know. But there I won't mean, be I, any injuries by the what, time this ends, you know. What I've noticed from, from best balls, which are <laughs> all, not as much about volume, but close, because, I mean, there, it's points, so you don't get an edge for, from ratios. Um. And the more bench guys you have, the, the, the better chance that, that you guys play and, and you get more points. Um, the later leagues averaged more points. But in terms of top teams in the overall, it was it was pretty well spread out between early and late drafts. And talking like November compared to, to March. <clears throat> Just because there's values. I mean, if I mean there, there's relievers that are going in round 22, 23 here, that could be going round five or six in, in March. So. If someone gets one of those guys, then you suddenly got an extra closer for for really late pick. So, so uh, Brian in the lobby told a guy um, earlier a few hours ago they were at thirty one gladiators. So it's I don't know if it gains speed. I mean, I think you're right. Probably Christmas time, maybe New Year's. That's it. I mean, seventy left. It's if it's like uh, like three a day. And it's probably going to pick up a little bit. So we're talking about, yeah, 20 days. Yeah, probably sell around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think there might be one live draft a night because they have two time slots. They're not, monitor- not monitoring them. So. Are they only offering feet. one of these this season or is there going to be a second one? Just one. I'm going to take this guy because he's not coming back. Sorry, Rob. Stop. <laughs> nice. Good calls. I almost, I almost took him there <laughs> because I knew he wasn't coming back, but yeah. I, needed, I needed my guy more. <clears throat> oh, man. You know what happened? Shit. You didn't I see the players? F- yeah, I got fucked up with that because I was on – I was on all, and he wasn't popping up there. I had to go specifically to second. Yeah, they, uh, that's oh kind of a God. bad glitch. They got to fix that. I really thought he was gone. Like, I, oh, man, I totally forgot about that. At least you got McNeil. That That's what happened to me with McNeil, Rob. He, uh, I thought he was gone. I don't have and... McNeil either. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> Who drafted him? Right, oh, oh, all right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's bad. <clears throat> I'll, I'll be a nice boy. I'll give you guys a tip. Um, I just figured this out today. Go back and forth between UT and pitcher, and you're going to see all the players that way. Yeah. If you go through the positions, it's painted because there's seven positions. If you, if you click on UT, um, all the hitters are going to show up no matter what, and then all the pitchers are going to show up. So. Yeah, I figured that out as well. Yeah, That's I was doing once. McNeil. I do that. I do that anyways during the draft. Yeah, I was always on all, and then I I, I messaged Derek about it today. He says they're looking into it, but it's a coding issue, and it, it can take a while to fix. So. Certain players, it happens with. It might be, uh, 
I think, I think it's a lot of the middle infield. Guys. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's middle infield guys. No, it actually happens, it happens with every position. As soon as you fill, I was testing it out. Um, I had one hitter draft. It was Arenado. If I put him third base, all the third base disappeared. If I put him in at UT, then I could see everyone. Hmm. Actually, if I put him at UT, then I couldn't see the UT only guys. <clears throat> actually, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought that earlier today I had no shortstop and I couldn't see Horner. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe yeah, Horner, he's, Horner he's, was uh, if he's multi-position and he's second base is his first position, that might be causing the issue. He's not multi, is he? Not? No. No, I thought he was second base, too. No. Just yeah. not, he will not, be. not next year, but okay. he was he will be last year. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's binary right now. <laughs> so you drafted Day? What? <laughs> you drafted him and Day? Zach, I'm not going to be suspended from the show or anything. I, I, Rob invited me over here, and then he kind of set me up. I, I didn't know you would be here or anything like that. It's on my call. You're, okay. My hands are tied on that one. Sorry. <laughs> Should know by now. It's the board's decision. Bro, this is, a, this is an HR issue, okay? So I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything, especially on our podcast, that I'm not able to edit anything out of. This is a move. This is my move to get to like extract Bjorn into my hands. You know, he's he's a diamond in the rough. He's a uh, he's dope. You know, he he. Does Bjorn have an opt out after um, after that youth in Asia class? He uh... <laughs> he loves all the youth in Asia. Yeah, the youth in Asia matter. I know. just I just want to let you know, Rob, that you said this is my play to extract Bjorn out into my hands. So. <laughs> <laughs> when you listen back to that, that's going to sound weird to, to your ears. <laughs> Bjorn, I want to let you know, you're batting 1,000. You don't miss. Rob, if you extract Bjorn out into your hands, this could get messy. <laughs> My hands aren't big enough, man. <laughs> oh, God. This is only round 18. You lost control, Todd. Yeah, definitely. I lost. Is this still going to be a pod? <laughs> I think Rob's going to use discretion about when he cuts this off. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, this is. Oh, actually, I was going to say this is going to be disgusting, but it's not going to be as disgusting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Almost made a really stupid mistake. I was going to draft um, Luis Garcia on the Nats because he's up there in my rankings when I imported them, but it's just it didn't grab the good, the right one. Which one? Who? The the hitter on the the, the Nats, Luis Garcia. Oh yeah, he's on the. I imported my rankings into NFBC, so it's, he's at the top of my list. I was going to take him. Uh, but then I just, I'm just out to just double check his ADP, make sure it's the right time to do it. And I just realized that when I did the import, it probably just grabbed the other, one of the other Garcias or doubled up their scores or whatever in my rankings. Hmm. Wow. Got to be careful. I got to fix that. Uh... Where'd you look at that?
Todd, you said you're not drafting. Are you babysitting these guys, or what's your? What's I, was, your story? I was I was hosting for a while, but then they sort of took off on their own. Well, then you came in, Bjorn. You came in, and then uh, they lost interest in my questions. I think. No, I didn't. I haven't received any. <laughs> oh, you you need more questions. Need more questions. All right, I got a question for Dom. Uh, he just took Tanner Houck. Do you think he's going to be a starter or a reliever? Um, I think it's a cop out. Say it probably depends what they do in free agency. They said um, they told both Whitlock and Houck to prepare to be a starter. Uh Um, in this format at this, you know, as one of the last two pitchers on my staff, which is a pretty bad staff. (laughs) Um, I don't particularly care if he, if he closes, that's great. He'll be my third closer. Um, if he starts, maybe he performs well. Um, Uh Uh so it's kind of in this format, I I don't really, um, care care about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's probably the, the answer is probably a little in between. Maybe he is kind of like a swing man for them, but okay. Um, okay. I'll take I'll take whatever whatever role okay. it is. Gotcha. All right. So, Ryan, you took Eric Hossey. Yeah, I don't, took, I don't want to talk about that pick. It's not exciting. What what pick recently that is exciting would you like to speak about? Clay Bell, Cody Bellinger? Uh, that's just upside trying to go for an overall, really. Um, yeah. I was pretty bummed. Josh that... Naylor. I love Josh Naylor. He's awesome. <laughs> um, I was pretty bummed that Dom took Tanner Huck because uh, I literally like in my like mapping, he was like penciled in for this round and that was a pretty uh, yeah. big snipe. Well, you know, you've got that. That's one for the probably eight that you've got me uh, throughout this draft. So. Oh, okay. All right, so we're even. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, One eighteen for you know every uh, every odd numbered round. Well, your last three picks actually, I was dismayed to see you take Jameson Ty on Jose Siri, Tanner Houck. So we are pretty even. Pure, but, pure uh, desperation. Yeah. You have you you took all your you took all your pitching. Uh, you know rounds two through six you don't need you don't need heaney or tyone these bums <laughs> yeah. but he got he got eric hasi so that i think he's fine i like i like eric haas haas thank I, I think he's a good second catcher i think he's got some power you could do right. a lot worse i think right right okay i i'm with you Rick, what do you see for DJ LeMahieu? He, he should be able to provide a good batting average, and I think they want to put him at the top of the order. I'm a Yankee fan, and I, I think they still want to do that, so that could help you there. Rick? Oh, you're on mute, Rick. Um, yeah, no, that he's going to hit at the top of the lineup, and he was hurt last year, and before last year, he showed – good health i mean everybody's saying how he's getting older i mean the home runs probably aren't going to come back but at least good average and runs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay but this late i mean I, I just for somebody that's going to hit at the top of the yankees order yeah i mean he had a pretty bad case of plantar fasciitis 
he had like a, a couple injuries. Like he was kind of slowed up and a couple of times where he missed time. Right. And he didn't go on the DL, but I don't know. It just seemed, yeah, it was a poor year, but right, he still hit 260 in a poor year. Right, right, right. Okay, that makes sense. And Steve Lane Thomas is, is, I feel like people disrespect him all the time, but he seems to get the numbers every year, even though he doesn't have a very strong reputation. Yeah, it seems like the Nationals like don't want to start him, but don't have anyone better. Right. So he'll probably lead off. <laughs> That's right. If he leads off, he could get run scored. I mean, maybe not a lot, but some. Yeah, 40, 50. <laughs> he's he's with Finnegan. you how many how many gnats do you have anyway? Uh, too many. <laughs> too many gnats. You could name your team that too many gnats. Yeah, I got Manesis too, apparently. Oh, Manesis, right. Apparently. Okay. And let's uh, go back to Anthony, who got Jordan Walker, Phenom for the, the cards. Phenom. Phenom. Corner outfielder. Corner outfielder. Not afraid to take the rooks. Jared Kalenic is a Phenom. He's sure a, was. He is. was a Phenom. Yeah. Will be. Mm -hmm. no, I, I, uh, I think you know especially in this rough room here um there's there's no breaks there's nothing falling to anybody so either you're going to take your shots a little earlier than you might normally or you're you could play it safe and in this room playing it safe is not gonna probably not gonna work out you know right 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 so, preach on taking a couple shots <laughs> So, Phil, you took Tristan Casas. He's uh, my brother is a Red Sox fan. He's not a fantasy baseball player, but he keeps telling me Tristan Casas going to be the next big thing in Boston. Uh, <laughs> I I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, inf the information doesn't come from me. No. Okay. But you're happy to have him on your squad. I'm I'm happy to have him, and I'm a little bit biased based on what I've heard. Okay, he's good in the clubhouse. I heard. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> also, got him way after ADP too. Yeah, that, that's one of the things too. Okay, um, fine, fine, fine. All right, and then uh, let's see. What can I ask Jeff? I can ask Jeff about C.J. Abrams, who's could steal fifty-five bases, right? I uh, just he's gonna get a bunch of bats. I don't know if he's gonna steal that much. I was actually thinking about taking uh, Stotts there, but I went with him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just disappointed in this pitching stuff. It's, it's, it's not so yeah. hot. You don't like your pitchers, huh? Well, you got you took five hitters to start, so. Yeah, I was hoping that uh, Luis Castillo would be there in the fifth round, and he wasn't. Okay, okay. Well, you took Abrams before uh, Steve could take him because he wants more nationals. I think we could trade, make a trade for one of his pitchers. <laughs> yeah, this is the one gladiator league where they're going to allow trading. I should have told you guys. Kimbrell um, um, and Chapman going back to back here. Interesting. Really? Yeah, I just noticed that. Yeah. Ooh. Stone Garrett. Stone Garrett. Stone Garrett for yeah, Dom. Yeah, 
Yeah. One of the great names in baseball, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, so Kevin, do you think somebody can fix Aroldis Chapman? I don't know if it's as much fixing him. Uh, I, I don't expect the, the ratios that we're used to out of him, but I, I don't think he's going to sign with anybody that doesn't tell him he'll be the closer. So I mm -hmm. grab him as a third source of saves here, especially protecting against Munoz if he doesn't get many. Okay, I got you. I got you. He was having trouble. I'm a Yankee fan. He was really having trouble throwing his fastball over the plate. I don't know what was causing that, but... You know, he couldn't even throw a strike with it, so. Um, maybe he needs glasses like Rick Vaughn. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Or some of the new, improved, invisible, sticky stuff that some guys are getting away with now. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's that's the thing. Bjorn, do you have any thoughts on the sticky stuff? <laughs> uh, no, I, I haven't really looked into it much. I'm still just blown away by how much... Todd looks like Jim Gray. I mean, I'm, I'm just <laughs> enjoying listening to this, though. You're doing a, a wonderful job, Todd. Yes. Maybe I should ask more questions about NCAA basketball. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, but I do like, Ryan, I do like your pick of Nick Gordon. Uh, he, he I, I picked up him and dropped him a couple times last year. I feel like he's on the verge of actually uh, turning the corner somehow. I hope would so. You, would you agree, or you just took him because he was the best guy in round nineteen? I uh, needed an outfielder and thought he had okay. some upside, and okay. hopefully he doesn't platoon. Is his OEP isn't that is not good, so. Okay. Uh, so you're but, not giving uh, him a ringing endorsement, though. No, no. Okay. But I need some steals. Got some stone base upside, so. All right, fine. Kind of going upside with some of these some of these guys. All right, I, I I like it. So so Dom, you like you like Stone Garrett, uh, and you're worried about Steve taking him uh no is that is that uh is that something that is the thought or i i didn't know who who liked him i mean i, I was just looking through the outfielders and there looks like there's a lot of platoon bats i kind of missed the boat on uh okay. speed a bit so i was just kind of looking for players that i thought would be playing every day and could um give me some steals and and some power so yeah. he, he kind of fit the mold a bit there i don't have him yet so um yeah okay. i don't think my team is very good so i just figured i would try <laughs> to grab some guys with the upside i don't know uh, you might get you might get a very good draft grade after at the end of all this <laughs> which is very predictive as we know um, you're gonna give out the, the draft grades uh yes might, i might email each of you privately. <laughs> And tell you what I think you did right and wrong and how you handled yourself. Put something on the pullhitter.com. Don, you got it. <laughs> okay. Um, that way we'll get more hits on the website. Everybody <laughs> wants to read about your write up. They miss it. 
They miss it. Well, they there's nothing it. happening in the main event right now. So, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just talk, talk about the, the sign ups in the main event. <laughs> you got it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Phil, Phil definitely signed up already. I could I could have a headline of that. Yeah. Uh, and then sign and then uh, list all the Americans who are signing up early to avoid taxes this year. That's right. That's right. It's a trend, buddy. <laughs> um, Todd, do you know anything about this um, Jacob DeGrom becoming a Texas Ranger? Is that like I know Shaquille O'Neal is a sheriff down in Miami. Is that is that a real thing? He's going to be a, a a law enforcement official. <laughs> yes, he what he does is he, he's learned how to ride a horse. He's going to be out in the western plains of Texas. Um, but no, I, I I'm not sure what the Rangers are doing. To be honest with you, I think. I don't think it's going to end well, um, even this year when they have a lot of high-priced guys. Um, but they are making some noise. I guess that's better than nothing. Now, DeGrom went in the second round to Kevin. Has he been going in the second round pretty much all along in the uh, Gladiators to people that have – Done a lot of them, Zach. You would know this. Has he been going in the second round all along? No, depends on the draft. Like third, fourth round. Third yeah, fourth I got, round. I got him in the fourth. Uh, I got him in the fourth too. Yeah, I think I have one share in the fifth. Oh wow! Okay. Damn. Yeah, but when it depends on the draft, like pitching is oh, getting sure. pushed up, you know. So yeah, right. remember any signing of any kind at yeah. all pushes up ADP anything unless they go to like a horrible team in a horrible park or something I know but Anthony this these are the most savvy drafters these 15 people they are (laughs) no they are just just look around you look around you I mean what about what about Spencer Strider has he been going second round or third round he went third round in our draft Right around that turn. Right around the turn. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I think there's a few guys that slipped a little, but the pitching, I think, went fairly early. I don't know if people that have studied these gladiators would agree, but I think the pitching in the first five rounds um, was was fairly aggressive. Yeah, I agree with that. I didn't think it was that bad early. Like, I, I felt good about where Verlander and Bieber slipped. Right. Uh, but I think in round uh, eight is where it really went. Like right. Ray, Cortez, Kershaw, Snell, Kirby, Gilbert, Severino, and, and then in yeah. the ninth, Severino, Green, Webb. Um, yeah, that yeah. was a big run. Yeah, I agree. And it, it just kept going in, in the 10 and 11. Usually there's, there's a kind of gap there, but it just right. kept going and going. Yeah, everybody had about five pitchers out of the first 10, it seems like, at least. Maybe a couple people had more. Um, now that includes the closers, but still. Um, so so that only left people with four open slots for the after the round 10. So mostly hitters are gonna be towards the end of the draft, which I guess makes sense. I guess you need to get guys as much as you can with innings or closers. 
So let's see, Rick, you just took Ronzi Contreras. He's got a ton of upside as far as I'm concerned. I'm not sure he'll get a lot of wins in Pittsburgh, but uh, he could definitely give you strikeouts. Yeah, basically just taking him for the floor and hopefully, I mean, they're not going to baby him this year. So, right. you know, hopefully he'll get at least over 150 innings. Yep. And then, yep, I agree with that. I agree with that. Let's see now. Um, David Peterson. Jeff, you took David Peterson. He should, he might be a starter, right? I mean, Rob, I think, told me at one point he thought he would start next year. So he could be slotted in for a starting role unless they, they sign a couple more guys. Yeah, I got him in round 23 and, and a couple of them. I just, I thought that he might go before that in this room. So I just grabbed him. Uh-huh. There's not like the, the things that I need. It's they're they're all, all the same at this point. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, Rob, you've got Evan Phillips, who's I think a threat to get saves, right? Yeah, I think he's some threat to get saves. Yeah. Um, hoping for like seven or eight, you know, like minimum. If I can get that, right. like, three, four wins, you know, and he could repeat what he did last year or close to it ratio-wise. Yeah, I just liked him as like a third uh, decent piece for um, Seawall uh-huh. and Duvall. So um, I got a pretty decent amount of saves and uh, I think enough right. I'll need to, uh, you know, get a decent amount of points. So... If you could do it any way, Rob, would you like to have seven starters and two relievers, or would you like to have the th- you have three? I think now relievers. Um, I guess it depends on which starting pitches I get, but um, I have some teams seven and two. There's a there's a six and threes, and there's even a five four in there somewhere. So, uh huh, yeah, probably around with it. Okay. When, okay. when you have Merrill Kelly, though, you're fine with just six starters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merrill. So, Phil, what do you think? Do you have to say what the grand prize winner of the Gladiator is going to have? Would you say seven starters, if you had to guess? Or um, would you say, no, they're going to be stronger in the closer market? It, I think it's possible it's seven and two if you hit on, on a late closer you get lucky on. Um, right. I think I feel better with six and three. Six um, and three, okay. The the problem with seven and two is you can't make any mistakes, and they're past once you're past round. I know twelve, maybe. Um, probably a little bit earlier than that in this draft. It's just a lot of blowups waiting to happen. Like half of these guys could either just end up throwing like fifty innings or with like a five ERA and if you get one of those right. guys like it's like last day they were early but like Barrios, Giolito, if you get Patrick Corbin you have no chance of winning yeah, anything exactly. in this league so uh, just one guy can kill your ratio yeah. um, your ratio yeah. so um, I got you I got you so it, it, I think anything can work you, it's just if you get seven starters you have to get some early because it's going to be hard to hit um, to not have any uh, right landmines in those last uh, few rounds right Right. At least a reliever is a little more reliable. Is that you, you'd think they are, but they they change every year, so it's it's sure, it's, sure. it's kind of hard to. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. But if I if I had to guess, I think I'd say six and three. Six and better three. chance. 
So, so Zach, in, in the gladiators you've done, have you done mostly six and three, or are you are you uh, are you shifting it around and trying different things? I think he's uh, occupied at the moment. Oh, he's on the phone. Sorry, Jerry Maguire. Looks <laughs> like Jerry Maguire. He's, he's, maybe he's making a deal. He's making a deal. All right, yeah, so let me throw to... this throw this to Dom. What do you think, Dom, about the six and three? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, I think the biggest thing I was going to answer the question was like, I think the, the winner of this thing is going to have like at minimum six healthy starters, whether it's mm -hmm. six, they're all, they're all six of their starters are healthy or six of their seven and, and they just hit both their closers. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest thing is just having it's general health hold, holding up and, uh, you know, not blowing up your ratios because that right, right, right. that's the big thing I'm really concerned about is in the drafts that I wait on pitching. Like Phil said, waiting and taking starting pitching here, it's like you could just cut the legs out from under your team that you've drafted so far if you have a guy with like a one, you know, six, one, seven whip or something like right, that. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, Especially they throw like 175 innings. It's just the, those can kill you. Yeah, it's kind of why I took uh, when I was forced to wait. I I took Sunny Gray, um, just because when he's healthy, he's been pretty good. Uh, I'd be, I mean, even if he just throws 120, 130 innings of yeah. 3.7, 3.80 ERA, prefer that than getting. 160 innings from a guy that could be anywhere from a 3.5 to a 4.5. Yeah, right. right. I'll, I'll do a friendly bet, hundred dollars. Anyone who wants it, I'll take uh, seven and two versus six and three on who, who wins it. Mm, interesting. I think there's very few people doing six and three that I've seen. If you're betting on seven and two, then you're betting against me winning the overall. <laughs> But you should take how... you should take that Phil. Then, yeah. then it makes uh, the, over, the overall seventy six hundred. Yeah. yeah on how, you, how do you count guys like Garrett Whitlock who might start for part of the year? I mean, uh, yeah. good point. I had done six and three in my two of these before before this draft. Yeah. And I just wanted to take a different approach to this one because I'm going to do seven and two, and I really wanted to get guys to. Like Alcantara. <laughs> oh man! Innings. Bag of um, shit. Gilbert Quantrill. Like those guys are just gonna pitch like a bunch of innings. So. Okay. Okay. Make up for the Strider, Scherzer that may not McCullers who may not pitch as many. Well, I think you got plenty of innings, Ryan. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I, I agree with Ryan. Like, like I six to three works if you get three pitchers in the first say six rounds um just because you're getting 170 180 from those guys as opposed to if you're seven and two we're getting guys in, i don't know in rounds nine ten eleven where you're more in the 140 150 range yeah so it could go either way i think uh, right right yeah i mean health but health is a key thing but that's that's yeah. for the hitters as well as the pitchers. i think it's more important for the hitters a lot more important yeah you need the at-bats yeah, because I mean, if for for the pitching, if 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 you do well with the ratios and you hit on two closers, it can be, 
90th and 95th percentile in, in three categories. And then you can afford to be, say, 65th or 70th percentile in, in wins and Ks if, if you get some injuries. Um, right. it, it, of course, you have to nail the hitting, but um, for just talking pitching, that would be enough for right. uh, shot the overall. Well, I mean, this leads to another question of like, how many, the grand prize winner is going to have how many saves? Like if the, you, I could see you, com, somebody competing even up near the top, even with uh, 40, 45 saves, would people yeah. agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say like 50. So like if you have a closer and a half closer, that wouldn't eliminate you, I don't think. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Like, I'm gonna take a closer Ooh. with my back in my last pick and hope right, right, he gets right. 10, 10 saves and Holmes gets the other thirty. Right, right. So, based on last year, the average team in these drafts is gonna have about forty saves. Um, so if, if, yeah. So if 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 you're, I mean, I think, and you can have a shot to overall if you're fiftieth or sixtieth percent high in one category. So. Um, right. Especially in the in this, it's 1,500 teams compared to the, the DC, which is 4,500, I think. So, yeah. um, Steve just took the guy I was going to pick. So, I will. Let me, pull, let me pull the room real quick. How many of you would be interested in doing one of these, like at All Star Break during the three day three day All Star Break, doing another small contest with these? I'd be down. Oh yeah. Just curious if I did the the points ones they did two years ago. Yeah. So it'd be similar to that, except you know. Well, no, I, yeah, it was still. Yeah, I, I, I think there'd be interest if you, if we're just drafting over three days and yes, don't have to manage anything. Doesn't take away right. anything from all your other teams. I agree. Right, yeah, that would be right. easier, right? Be Nobody easier. wants to add overhead at that point, so no, no, exactly. I think it would be a natural. Yeah, yeah. This is my last draft of the year, so I'm probably out. <laughs> <laughs> all star breaks of next year. Yeah, right, right. Well, maybe we can all go to Kevin's house in Hawaii. Yeah, Kev, can you send us some tickets? Yeah, come on. Come and on. Also get a lot of beer in the fridge. And I've invited out. myself to Kevin's house several times already, so. I'll bring you a Vinny P jersey if you'll invite me. Oh, done. <laughs> I'll bring you Vinny P. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, so Taylor Rogers, Steve, that's a, that's a good pick. He could end up somewhere and have the have the main saves, right? Yeah, well, my hope is that he signs with the Nationals, um, and, then, <laughs> and then he and Finnegan can share, and I'll have it locked down. They can combine for twenty five saves. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I think that's there. what they had last year. I think I looked that up today. Um, I heard on a podcast recently that they had the, I think the MLB low with 28. Yeah, you're right. 28. Yeah. Uh, the twins had 28. As well. Yeah, that was, that was roof. Um, that was mentioning roof. that to, yeah, he, to me earlier he said today. He things about the twins. Yeah. So, yeah. So, tw yeah, 28 saves is not a lot of saves, but surely they'll be better this year, Steve, right? Yeah, I think like not having Soto at all. Um, <laughs> Well, just I think like I think there's a lot of distractions, so they'll be and better he's, with them. He's never had more than 150 hits in a year, according to Rob. 157. Yeah, yeah I think that's the number. Yeah, 157. Okay, so he's not he's not really that good. He's not. He's a dud. 
That sounds like a good bar bet. Not very many people would guess that. Yeah, right, exactly. If you put like the over under at 160 hits or 150. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. What What does everybody think about the Padres uh, as a contender for the National League pennant next year? Uh, do people think that they're a real legitimate contender and might uh, might end up winning the division and winning the, the pennant? Any thoughts? From I mean, it depends who else they have, but right now they have huge holes in their, I mean, their seven, eight, and nine hitters are no-namers, and right. Cronenworth and Grisham are just okay. I mean, they have, I don't know, they need to add some depth, just some league average hitters, and they have a chance because of their pitching, but uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. their hitting looks terrible other than, than the, the top of the lineup. Right. I mean, the top lineup is amazing, but at the bottom, it's terrible. So they, they've got to find find a way to, I don't know, stunk some guys. Otherwise, going to turn the Angels with, with better pitching. Right, right. Rick, what do you think about the Padres? Any thoughts on them? Um, sorry, I was picking, but um, I don't know. I, it, it's been nice to try to stack them. Just the, uh, thinking about that lineup. The top guys. Yeah. But I, I, what was the actual question about the Padres? Whether you think they're a threat for the pennant. Yes, they are a threat. Um, I mean, with that offense and, you know, if they figure out, yeah, with the pitching, yeah. I saw, a, right. bunch of, I saw a bunch of Padres fans tweeting today. Uh, saying that they want them to trade, they want Tatis to trade, waive his no trade clause and uh, then trade him for a Soto like package, which is kind of, it was kind of funny to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I don't know some Red Sox people were tweeting about the package the Red Sox would put up for it, and I thought it was kind of ridiculous. I thought the Padres would say no. It was like yeah. Meyer, York, um, and then two other players. I forget who else. Hmm. Fans are great. San Diego was a was a a player for a shortstop. You know, with all the shortstops, and I thought that was interesting. It's almost certain that Tatis is heading to the outfield. Um, I I don't know if they're just saying that because the best players, position players, are shortstops. You know, Bogarts and Korea and you know the the free agent shortstop class is decent so maybe that's why they're just going for that but it also might speak to them just saying to keep him healthy let's get him off a shortstop I don't know Mm -hmm. fans are, are usually really good at putting together trade packages I know this was this was a pretty bad one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They they've been talked about. Uh, uh, sorry, I was kind of tuned out for a little bit, but they were talking about maybe Bogarts uh, signing there to give them uh, some uh, flexibility in the event, in the event Machado opts out next year. Right. Um, right. Right. Which that would that would be a, a good addition for them. There's no way he's going back to the Red Sox, right? Is that a done deal? It doesn't doesn't appear. Yeah, okay. So, okay. but it could happen if I still have hope. <laughs> okay, okay. Hope. Always, always hope. There's always hope. All right, fine. 
Um, a bunch of bunch of those shortstop sign, and he hasn't found a, a deal yet. You know, I could see it happening. It seems like they set it up so that story would move over to short, but I mean, that's just my, uh, it's nothing official. That's just my thought. Um, I don't know. So let's see. Speaking of uh, outlooks, uh, Kevin, what do you think of the, the Royals? Are they, they, they're getting some good young players, but they always seem to be two or three years away. Yeah. And, and it probably still is uh, the, the biggest issue has been pitching development and, yeah. and fi finally, finally have a new pitching coach. And so it's, it's going to be really difficult for, for them to get everything turned around in one off season, but right. uh, yeah, exciting young offensive lineup uh, and and a lot of fantasy relevant players in that lineup. Right, uh, they did got to get got to get the pitching to come around. Yeah, that's that's the trouble. And also, also they signed um, Hunter Dozier, Michael A. Taylor, and Brian O'Horn to stabilize the bottom of the order. So, got some. <laughs> that's good. It's always a good thing. A Anthony, what's your outlook for the team? Uh, well, I know we got rid of Dayton Morris, so anybody can go to any website they want now in the <laughs> locker room. So that's nice because, you know, they're, they're guys and they like to have fun. But I really do think uh, what Kevin said is right. I mean, I think a, a good change just philosophically with the pitching and player development was really needed. Uh, that said, they're, they're not close, you know, so right, right. It, would, it would take a miracle for them to, you know, compete for a for a wild card, but you know, um, maybe, maybe they, maybe they sign a free agent. I don't think they will. Right. So I think, I think they're just in, they're treading water for the next couple of years, probably. And just trying to get everything back on course. They need a new pitching coach maybe. Yeah. So they just got one. I think, uh, okay. his name, Kev? I, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, he was uh, the he was from the coach from Cleveland. Brian Sweeney. So, yes, yes, Brian yeah, Sweeney. Yeah, Sweeney. Cleveland. Yeah, so they yep. got him. Uh, so that he's got uh, familiarity with uh, Quantraro and Sherman, of course. And so, yeah, right. Hopefully, so you your managers from Tampa Bay and your pitching coaches from Cleveland. You could see what they're trying to do, sure, sure. whether that works exactly. out or not. You know. Okay, but it makes sense. Encouraging. Okay, uh, so Phil, I got a question for you. If I told you you could have the the Toronto Blue Jays five starting pitchers, and that, that you could have them all on one team in, in a gladiator draft, would you do it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're telling me the five starting pitchers they're going to have in March, then I might change my mind, but not the ones they have right not now. Not right now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they'll be better in March. Is that your point? Yeah, I mean, they're going to add to the rotation. If if they made the deal for, I mean, they did the Oscar for Swanson. Um, they're, I mean, they made that move because they feel they need pitching help. Um, right, right. I don't think they're done in the bullpen, and they need at least one, maybe two more starters. I'd love for Stripling to sign back there. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, the, the only starters they have right now are Manoa, Barrios, and Gaussman, right? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, Kikuchi, White, um, mm -hmm. and Ryu. Uh, actually, Ryu, no, he's not. Yeah, he's got Tommy John, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, what, was your, what was your thought on the Teoscar trade? Did you like it? I'm okay with it because I'm assuming that they, they did that to set something else up. Um, okay. 
just because my my thought on it was just the way they uh the cost of bullpen arms in the in the free agent market is so expensive that I felt like trading for a cheap one um, and then saving 10 million from pay Oscar, or I think it was going to be 14 next year around, uh, but they're saving about 10 million in that trade. Um, I think using that to sign an outfielder and getting the cheap open arm kind of made sense, mm-hmm. but um, I'm assuming they're going to sign an outfielder. Um, I mean, Rogers has, I mean, Blue Jays aren't seen really as a top spender, but Rogers has, I ton of money um especially right. the way the team performed last year and they're, they're yeah, they set could. up to keep performing so yeah, um, they could spend they could spend i mean the, the blue jays are getting huge in canada um they have the, the tv network sports net which it, which showed the jays games across canada um it i mean it, it toronto is not as big as the big u.s cities but when you've got was it 35 million population um an entire country for for one team um they get the TV ratings, uh, so um, yeah, really. they, they, they can spend. Um, I think they're just uh, – they were probably kind of waiting for their their young guys to hit, to hit their peak. Um, okay, and okay. They're, I mean, they've, they've – with the whole COVID thing, it might have been tougher to get free agents to come Canada over the, the last couple of summer, uh, couple winters, but um, I think this is the year that they try to make a big move and, and yeah, go for probably- it. They're – they're at that point where, where they have to. You know where they draw really well? Because my son lives in Seattle. They draw really well when they play the Mariners. Yeah, they do. I mean, Vancouver is, what, like an hour and a half away from, from Seattle. Um, so, yeah, they, I mean, it's it, – I mean, you go anywhere in Canada, it, they're, everyone's cheering for the Blue – everyone that cares about baseball cheers for the Blue Jays. So. Yeah, that's um, great. That's great. All right, so, fellas. Fantastic draft. Draft is complete. Great job. Great job. Yeah. Um, how did everyone feel about their teams? They all look like top 10 to me. All 15. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be lucky to have 10 healthy players at the end of the year. <laughs> they, were, they were all picks made with a lot of thought and a lot of uh, knowledge. Okay, I have a general question. Do you guys feel like because of the room, you took more chances in this one than you would normally? I think Mercy Moon undermines it. No, I don't think so. You did your normal draft that you would do. No, I mean, I definitely didn't do my normal draft, but that that's because of the room. Um, it's it's just you know you're you're reacting to things and it's a lot harder when you're playing with a lot of, um, you know, strong, strong players. It's hard to have a game plan and and be able to um, act on it, I think. So I, I, like I said, I missed the boat on pitching, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I I was able to get more hitters as, as a lot of the teams focused on pitching. So, you know, We'll see at the end of the at the at the end of this thing what the right way to go was, but um, I'm not happy with my staff at all. <laughs> there were a couple guys I I penciled in like late, like a couple rounds ahead of their ADP to try to jump them, but like Tanner Houck was one guy I really wanted. Um, 
I think he I think he fits the format really well. Like going this late, like probably either closes or if he starts, then you're getting like an 18th round starter with upside, you know. So like, I thought he fits the format well. So I was I was dismayed not to get him, but um yeah, there was there was just like a couple couple guys I was like eyeing that I like kind of penciled in a couple rounds earlier than than ADP. But in terms of like jumping, like I don't think maybe Clay Holmes was one guy I jumped a little early. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was like excessively jumping people. Well, Ryan, I can room. tell you anybody you draft reliever wise, I look at it. <laughs> Just it catches <laughs> my eye anytime you draft a reliever. What do you guys think about um, getting? I I kind of did this on purpose, getting Class A and Karinchak late. Um, the guys done that in other drafts, just handcuffing one team. I think Rob did it getting Seawald and Munoz. Seawald the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at the the price that I was looking back at that draft today, and like at the price Rob got those two guys, it made a lot of sense, and and yeah. it was good. I mean, I think. I think those two pitchers aren't bad. Like Cleveland plays a lot of close games. So yeah. um, uh, there were a, a number of times throughout last year, like class, a pitched three times in a row and wasn't available and Karinczak picked up a couple saves. So, yeah. and, and even, you know, if class a pitches and, and goes down in may, you might get, you know, 12 saves out of him and then you might get another 30 out of Karinchak if, if that happens. So it makes sense. I think on that team where it's so obvious where you have uh yeah, like I, I wasn't going to force it, but like if I, I was, no matter what, I was getting a reliever late yeah. for good yeah. race. So I figure I might as well get the guy on the team. Right. Um, right. And, already. Yeah. And, and even if, I mean, you know, class a stays healthy, Karinchak get you 80 strikeouts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, That's the thing. I think it's the I think it's the the type of pitcher you're backing up yeah. your closer with. Like yeah. I think there's very few bullpens like you would do that with in this format. Yeah. Like you do it with the Cardinals. Houston, like I was maybe. I was actually thinking yeah, about Car- that with like Helsley and Gallegos, but Helsley went a couple picks before me to, to Zach in round four. So I described Yeah, that. it's the other team I was thinking about. But yeah, you're right. It might be two or three teams that kind of yeah, like if you're like, because Karinchak's going to get a ton of strikeouts and yeah. probably a lot of wins anyway. So, so he's useful even if he's not closing. Yeah. Whereas, like, you don't want to do it for someone like, you know, Felix Bautista and, and Dylan Tate, who's not going to yeah. strike out a ton of guys if Bautista goes down. Or yeah. the second guy, like, even the, the Mets, it isn't clear who right. the yeah. eighth inning guy is going to be. So. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, I think it makes sense with like the Dodgers too. Like in this, like here, like like Phillips Hudson or Phillips Gratterall. Yeah, maybe the Rays like Fairbanks and Adam. Like if you mm-hmm. can get those guys yeah, late. That's true. Yeah, if um, you get one pair, you can't afford more than one probably though. Uh, with no, nine, yeah. nine pitchers. No. no. Yeah, I, I thought I about everybody... like the Rays and Dodgers, and or I, I was just wondering like how often. Are we, or even the Astros, like we think, um, well, like how off, how, how good are we at, at the start of the year projecting who, who the, the second guys uh, or who the two guys who are going to get the saves? 
Um, yeah, because I mean, be like even year. with the Astros, I think this year, like Naris, probably Naris, yeah, yeah. Naris was the guy like, that instead of Montero, be... yeah, right, yeah. Like Rob made that call a year early, I think. Uh, hmm. I'm still thinking so, about Korinchak too because I like. I think in a couple of drafts, I was thinking about taking him or even Stefan, like uh, just as a yeah. late, like good arm. Um, the they can both easily step in and, and and save games as well as being the bridge to class A in case anything happens. You get team team bullpens. Is yeah, the team bullpen, but it's also I think it's cool. a uh, it's a kind of like a contrarian play. Like Kurinchak, uh yeah. I haven't seen him drafted much in this, so it's a way to get exposure to him. Um, yeah. Like if if you punt or if you you know if you don't pay up for the closers and and you just are doing like you know, whatever the max is 45 of these, if, if, you know, in, you know, I don't know, 10% of your leagues, you're like, I'm going to punt closers and just take specs. Yeah. Late and I thought about that. Hit. Yeah. Like that's a way to get, um, you know, exposure to a guy that's not highly owned that if class a goes down, all those teams that took him in the first or second round are kind of screwed and you can pick up a ton of value there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I've been see, thinking about doing that, like waiting on on close. I think it fits better with an early pick, though. Uh, with, with those mid, middle, mid to late picks, it seems it always seems to be closer there, like at, yep. at that point. Or maybe I just haven't been in draft with, yet where the really closer really got pushed up. Um, they always seem to go around where I expect them to go. Sometimes maybe a little bit, a little bit later, but it's definitely something I'll try one of those drafts if closers get pushed up, or if uh, if if I have the right pick to, to make that that, that build. I don't think this strategy makes sense for this format, but have you guys seen like in the, in the gladiators you've done before this one, have you seen anyone take nine relievers? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how it makes sense for an overall. I, I think, I think uh, if anything, yeah. it, it kind of kills the potential for an overall to come out of your league. Uh, and it, and it's basically like you're punting the overall right off the bat and hoping to, Win yeah. your league, which well, is and really think of how volatile relievers are. Like yeah. one reliever like blows up, like you're you don't even your league. Yeah. 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 and then they yeah. started with Soto. <laughs> if you if you want to yeah. win ratios, the best bet is to like I don't know, just make sure you get like, the minimum. So maybe two decent, like two good starters who can just keep it really down, like maybe on a permanent basis, like get. Strider and the Grom, and then pick like a high Last level now, Kershaw good... and no, no, just no. just pick oh. pick like Munoz, and yeah. then just pick six relieve six pitchers who will never get called up from the minors. <laughs> Max but Meyer, I mean, uh, guys that are out for the year for Tommy. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's it's five x right. One point two ERA. No, this is, I don't know. I just feel like if you want to go for ratios, like, why not just do that? Well, if you want to go for ratios, I think play like a different format. Like if, yeah. if you're, if you're only trying to win a league with like gaming the ratios, like, you know, do a, I don't know, do a 50 or something like, like that. Like, but that, if, I, yeah, no, it makes sense. But if you find, if you find like, oh, like a way to just win your league, it's not the worst thing. Right. Yeah. You know, like 
I get it. Like everyone's upset. ROI, ROI. They're like fucking just pulling their hair out <laughs> over it. But like, if you can easily just get to the league win, which you can do if you skill it and just be bold enough, like fine. Like I win five leagues and that's, that that's great. You know, like I don't see anything wrong with that. And I also think that when you like wait a little bit more to get your resources for saves that it does Again, if you hit on the closers, it's great. And if not, I think it's still enough to get you in the running to win the league. And um, so I think I think that's going to be, I think the area we're all focused on the most is like the saves. Mm-hmm. I should have I I done that once I realized I missed the boat on pitching. I should have just, after, after I had Senga, I should have just went relievers and guys that weren't going to pitch and just tried to. Tried to win this league from you guys. Yeah, it'll be great. I mean, it's not a bad because I mean, I've I've been lucky enough to, to win and make money early and be able to afford me to make entries when I start playing this. But like, not everyone can. If it's a fifty dollar league and for someone taking fifty dollars and turning it, even finishing second and getting, I think it's a hundred or one fifty or yeah. winning like two fifty. Mm-hmm. Like for some people, it's a big deal, and it, if they can make. I don't know, profit 600 bucks and turn that into more leagues next year. Um, it's so, I mean, I, I like, I know I always, t- I mean, I talk about the overall for me, because for me, the goal is to win the overall. Uh, but I kind of sometimes try to put myself in, in other people's shoes. Yeah. Yep. Maybe they're just trying it for fun, and but maybe they're, they actually think they can win the league that way. And that's, that's what their goal is. Um, I don't do anything wrong. All righty, folks. Well, if it abruptly ended, it's because it did abruptly end. Um, we, <laughs> I lost my power in my house for a brief second, and um, our Zoom meeting was ended very shortly. Um, we resumed some talks, but didn't get the conversation on, and um, I'm glad it actually saved the, the, the draft podcast because I was afraid it was going to be lost, but... Hope you guys enjoyed our draft and our thought process for the draft. Once again, just hat tip to Todd Whitestone, who did a great job. And I'm um, hoping you guys are enjoying the content that's coming in the off season. And if you are so inclined and if you haven't left a rating or review yet, that would be super, super awesome. Um, means a lot to me. Um, all the feedback, all the DMs about how the show helps uh, you get to be a better player and listening to great advice uh just a really actionable show it's just the best words i could read every day so keep those messages coming it keeps uh keeps a fella grounded and humble then really appreciate you um everyone not being a bag of shit um but yep love to everyone hope you're enjoying this uh wonderful winter season if you are in winter season if not enjoy whatever else you're in